0: She should have rabies. <laughs> Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak.
1: It's Thursday, March 6, 2014. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination Episode 5, 9, or 7.
2: This is No Agenda.
1: Enjoying dynamic superfoods here in FEMA Region 6 in the Travis Heights Heights in Austin, Texas. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, where we're three shows away from show 6... The Magic Number, I'm John C. Devorak. It's
3: Craig Lott and Buzzkill in the morning.
1: Yeah, I almost forgot about that.
4: Yeah,
0: you're forgetting.
1: Well, not really. I, well, then right off the bat, what what date is this magic 600 show supposed to fall on?
0: Well, this is 597, so the next show is 598, then 599, and then boom, 600.
1: All right, so that's uh, Sunday, there's a Thursday the something? Is it? Yeah, but it's,
0: be, no. Today's oh, Thursday, so it'd be a Sunday because all right. this is five nine what seven? Yes, this is okay. Then <laughs> yeah. five nine eight is Sunday. Five nine nine is Thursday. Five right. six or six zero right. oh, is Sunday. Right.
1: Which day will that be?
0: I don't know. Look don't on the calendar.
5: Well, that, that's
1: why I asked you. You're the, you're the I don't
0: have a calendar open.
1: You maintain all that stuff in your drawer.
0: I don't maintain it in the drawer. I have a. I use the calendar. Okay, today is the thirteenth. Is the uh, it's the it's the 16th, the 16th of March, the okay. Ides of March oh, one right. day
1: after. Ah, and that will also be the six-week cycle, I presume. Yeah. Oh, man. about that? Oh, six-week
0: cycle on show 600. Now you're talking. Yeah. So that's coming up, too. So we can look forward to some phony baloney
1: event to take place. <laughs> Speaking of phony baloney events.
0: You're going to talk about
1: the uh, Ukraine? No, let's talk about the Oscars.
0: Oh, oh, damn it. What? I left my notes downstairs.
1: And I even asked you in the pre stream if you wanted to go get do you wanna go get them real quick and I'll then I'll do something for myself?
0: Yeah, do something for yourself. It'll only take me a second.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let me see what I can do for myself while we're waiting for John to go do that. Hold on a second. Well, you know what we can do? Something we haven't done in a long time. While we have everybody paying attention, let's do our national anthem.
5: Ladies and gentlemen,
3: please rise for your Gitmo Nation national anthem. And, of course, you
1: may sing along. In the morning, Gitmo Nation,
6: we are all charged up to be. Human resources and services in all
1: lands and all ships at sea From the east to west down under to the low lands and beyond We are happy and
5: distracted slaves here are given Nation song
4: Alright
1: People are always asking to hear that.
0: Yeah, that was actually a good move. It's just enough time for me to run downstairs and get something.
1: Uh, it's a small house, apparently.
0: Well, not if you're running. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. It's not that small. All right,
1: since you ran to get your notes, why don't you start reading off your notes first, and I can okay, jump in later. I have a couple, couple, things. Right. I have a
0: couple things. Yes. One, I don't think now that I remember the, uh, the uh, Oscars ever seeing, I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing Jim Carrey ever being allowed on stage.
1: This was something new. There, indeed, he was back, and it was weird because he only got to d- intro a movie there was about There a bunch of those. D- yeah, yeah. Guy
0: comes out, he says, yeah. Hey, everybody, uh, there's a bunch of movies <laughs> came out this hey. year, bye.
1: <laughs> I think they were going for full-on celebrity power, regardless, just whoever we can get, throw them on stage.
0: So, Kerry did a really good Bruce Dern imitation, and that was it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I thought that he...
1: Well, I don't need a whole review of I don't. Neglected. I don't need a whole review of the Oscars. I mean, no, what no, were okay. the?
0: Well, let me just say a couple of things I wanted. I noted. Okay. Kim Novak.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Oh man, I, I... I don't know. People should look her up and see how what a beautiful woman she was and what plastic surgery can do to
1: you. Now she was in Vertigo. Was it uh, Hitchcock's Vertigo? I think.
0: She was in a whole slew of movies.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's what I... I, I, Well, she was was
0: like one of the most beautiful women in the world. Mm. And now she looks like a Muppet. (laughs) <laughs> and I've seen this before. Yeah, right. I think that uh, Versace, Donatella Versace, has the same plastic search.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Enough with the mainstream jokes. Come on, move it's on to not something. A joke. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. I know, but this is everyone's talking about this. So tell me something but that I didn't know. I don't pay look. Attention. You sent out a really good newsletter, which was all about the 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 obvious native advertising in the Oscars. Yeah, which... I found
0: it disgusting, and then I found disgusting all the coverage of it, which was worse.
1: Which is in itself native advertising.
0: It's, except I don't know whether they're paid or not.
1: And this is a really big problem. If you don't know what we're, what we're uh, talking about, uh, you, I'm sure you noted, and it wasn't just the so-called selfie. The, uh, Ellen was using the uh, uh, the Samsung Galaxy I don't know what it was. A Note, I guess. I three three yes, or something.
0: Old, the yeah, it, um,
1: and it was and I think from what i the research i got samsung paid about 20 million dollars for the whole package including the ads and the integration into the programming
0: right uh, this is the latest thing they're doing they they're they're buying ads to make it you know it actually makes it worse this
1: is like <laughs> it makes it more obvious doesn't it
0: <laughs> yeah. i know they don't get it i mean when in the olden days when they had a church and state thing which i talk a little bit about in the newsletter <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Uh, you used to be in a in a, in a magazine, and they didn't let you talk to the advertising guys. And if the advertising guys showed up with some idea, yeah, you know, they had to be thrown out. And the idea was always the same: it was can you write about these guys? And and but you would write feature stories coincidentally about something, and then not all the time, but once in a while, because the because the um, wells for the. Advertising was never known by editorial. Occasionally, it was very rare, but it did happen. It had been enough that you get a lot of letters on it, and the public groused. Occasionally, you'd write an article about HP, and an HP ad would coincidentally show up in the article. Yeah,
1: I'm sure the sales guys had nothing to do with that.
0: No, they didn't.
1: Uh huh.
0: Well, I mean, if they did, they're pretty, pretty, pretty cool.
1: Well, let me interject because let
0: me finish this because the public would be outraged. Outraged? There is no outrage.
1: No, no, <laughs> zero outrage. In fact, uh, everyone loved it. Yeah, everyone's. Oh, this is great. Look at this picture. It's awesome. It's retweeted. This is really nothing new. In in nineteen eighty, uh, May. I'm sorry, May was nineteen ninety. The summer of nineteen ninety, MTV had a problem they needed to get budweiser to advertise on the network i think i've told the story before no uh, um and uh, they couldn't figure out how to get budweiser and, and they asked me to help them pitch an idea and the idea was you know, instead of creating some programming that you know that budweiser would want to sponsor they went to where budweiser was already naturally and that was spring break and that is the entire reason for the creation of Spring Break on MTV. Now that is not that is not native advertising per se. Um, it, that's more product placement. However, if you go back to those early those early days, and I had to do some of this, I think it was uh, South Padre Island. I think that which f- funny, I live in Texas now. Um, do you remember Spuds McKenzie, that fucking oh, dog? Yeah. So we had to do, yes, we had to do like the top 20 countdown with spuds next to me. (laughs) I don't want to get off
0: the topic, but i have to just throw a quick anecdote in. I'm getting off the freeway in San Francisco and there's a homeless guy with a sign. I had, I I was going to stop, but I was, it was a green, green light. I had to drive. He had one of these kinds of dogs. With the perfect black round around one <laughs> one eye, yeah, exactly. The dog, the do- This homeless guy would take go to a modeling agency. <laughs> he could, He'd make more money than he would
1: than standing up by the highway. Oh, All yeah. right, anyway, All go right. on. Uh, so this is not new, but for for MTV at the time, you know, cable, no one knew what to do, and it was, you know, that was oh, it was kind of innovative. At the time, and then that that, f- that kind of slipped away. But product pl- placement is a huge business already, uh, and you see cars um, uh, showing up. But now, really... The, the Apple n-
0: computer in most sitcoms and cop shows.
1: Well, from what I understand, until recently, it, like, you know, after Steve died, uh, Apple was not paying for that. Most of the 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 Apple products you would see on on, uh, uh, on programming before before Steve Jobs died was never never paid for was not I part of the market. Find that hard to
0: believe? Since they had a department that,
1: that. they had a department that would give Cele- celebrities Apple computers. I got one, and but they actually they asked for it back after a while, <laughs> like six years. An Apple did? two, yeah, and I gave it back. Silly me. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. Now they had a they had a uh, God. What was that for guy's inventory name? reasons? What was that guy's name? Jim? Oh, Daniel Paul. That was his name. Daniel Paul. I'm sure he's doing. He's not at Apple anymore. But that was his entire gig was to give celebrities uh, Apple computers, mm-hmm. loan them to them. Anyway, but you know now it's really become a part of the uh, of the programming itself and it's being dictated by the advertisers and that is and that's where it it moves into this new phase and you just don't know anymore if this coverage is real or if it's you know just coincidental so for instance on our show you know we'll talk about uh products that we like and it's uh, it's not advertising it's information it's no different from us playing a clip from somewhere and telling you what our opinion is or deconstructing something right because you know that we're not getting paid. Because if we were getting paid, believe me, we wouldn't be doing the stupid podcast, and I'd have a nice car.
0: Yeah, we had to buy used cars.
1: <laughs> and, and note, we have <laughs> to buy. Although now looking
0: back, it's probably the best thing
1: to do. Yeah, anyway. but note, I have to buy them because I can't even get a car loan. I can't. <laughs> the guy that to- oh, <laughs> I'm All cash. We can't lease this to Must you. Must be
0: a rich drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly. Now none of this re- I mean, this was to be expected. I thought it was pretty funny. I th- I thought it was interesting to watch how it came together. And of course, by now you people have probably read uh that the backstage uh, pictures that Ellen was tweeting of her and B- Brad Pitt, of course they show up on on the tweeters as, you know, sent for my iPhone, which, you know, someone's going to get a memo about that. <laughs>
4: Oops. It said, said, oh, yeah. I forgot that part. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's Oops. hilarious. Oops. It doesn't
1: matter. It's yeah. We don't talk about that anymore. Quiet. Well, uh, then
0: supposedly in one article, they had to actually train her. She's how use yeah. so how use to use it. Yeah, how to use it. To use it, even though it seems to me that I think the, the, the problem with training her how to use it for, is actually a problem for Apple, who was suing Samsung over look and feel. Yeah. Because it's uh, apparently not even close to being the same product. <laughs> it's,
1: it's very complicated. It's so complicated. <laughs> There's a thing you push. Yeah. Uh, I noticed two other things that, that I would want to bring up. Because I mean, we know the native advertising stuff is completely bogative. And what makes it worse online is that publications, the New York Times, uh, the LA Times, uh, Mashable, M- Mashable, Forbes, BuzzFeed, H- Buzzfeed. Huffington, every, every, Buzzfeed. Sure. But, you know the New York Times and Forbes. Let's just take those two by themselves. They are actually allowing, and this is the part that's egregious, allowing the advertisers themselves to hire their own people. Maybe they get them from some pool of talent that you know is uh, is uh, publication approved. And then they create an article, and then they get to uh, have access right into their content management system and post it. So, yeah. the, so there's absolutely you know there's no. I think the only thing that happens is you know, you, you you create the article, you post it, and then a bill shows up. You know, it was that simple. Uh, and and of course you know it's disclaimed as you know sometimes it'll say sponsored content, sometimes it'll say something like. Uh, tip to our uh, to our sponsors with <laughs> a hat tip to Samsung it's becoming very opaque it's,
0: it's, they, they would like to get yeah. rid of that part too
1: do you know that in uh, in, uh, in Europe certainly in the Netherlands I know Germany uh, it may be a, a, an EU wide advertising law I'm not quite sure uh, certainly on the radio you have to have an identifiable um, what well, we call it a pingle but a, a, some kind of music hit uh, that 's identifiable as advertising when advertising is being played before and after the ad so you can do yeah so uh, let me see if I I can do an example so I could let 's pretend we 're on the radio here and uh, now we 're in uh, in the Netherlands and of course we're we 're speaking Dutch but people can hear it as if we 're speaking English this is through our translation machine and uh, it 's time for a delicious Coca Cola, John. Would you like one? Doesn't that taste really good? Doesn't it feel Adam, this good? Adam, you know, I was good. just
0: thinking the <sighs> same thing.
1: See, now that would be kind of fair because now you heard the, the 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 ID thing. You know that it was an ad. You may get used to it over time, but at least we've identified it was an advertisement. So maybe something like that should be uh, should be would be necessary.
0: Well, they were. They used to be, uh, and it, when in the olden days, there used to be a thing across the top that said advertisement. <laughs> yeah, if it was this sort of content, and, and, and in fact, magazines and newspapers like the New York Times
1: had advertisements that were
0: high end. They wouldn't even take these sorts of ads, right. even though they were they were they, the rules were simple. Generally speaking, it was this. Yeah. It had to clearly say it was an advertisement across the top. It didn't have to be big, giant letters. You just have to say it across the top. Mm-hmm. Usually there's like a line that says advertisement line. Mm-hmm. And then the typeface and layout had to be slightly, slightly different. different. Yeah, You had to either have a different font or you had to have a different layout. You couldn't use the same exact font and layout of, a, of the newspaper right, or the magazine.
4: Right, 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 right,
0: Well, that's gone, that part.
4: Yeah. That's okay. It's
0: exactly the same. Hey. Somebody came along a bean counter and says, Why do we have these restrictions? <laughs> There's
1: no law. This is
0: ridiculous. Yeah. This is costing us money.
1: Well, it doesn't matter because people will either really love it or they'll uh, come over and listen to what we have to say from time to time. Because it's going to get we annoying to to people have who are awakened. content
0: yeah. sponsored by the listeners. Yes. And and they don't care what we say as long as it's interesting to them. So here's okay. the here's That went nowhere. No, Never mind. No,
1: I know you tried. I did. Yeah. Now here's um here's the two things I noticed. Matthew McConaughey. Uh he wins the Oscar for best actor. And everyone's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, all, and all of a sudden, all, yeah, all of a sudden he says, I'd like to thank God. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, thing. What? Like watching a, a boxing. Oh match. no, we forgot he's from Texas. Oh no. Oh, he might be a Republican. Did you? See, I, it was like it went to a slow clap all of a sudden. Everyone's yeah, like, it was "What? Like, oh my! Oh God, no! Screwed he, up with
0: this guy. He's that
1: what? Science, 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 science. Science. You can't, science! No, you can't have God. Now, I think he is referring to a, a universal power. More. I, that's what my feeling. I don't know him personally. But it, it doesn't even matter. It was I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Everyone was in shock. Oh, crap. We got <laughs> some crazy perfect. religious Republican on stage. Get off our stage, you! Yeah. I thought it was. He's from uh, Austin, Matthew. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So, <laughs> go over
0: to his place and check his ass and say, say uh, hi. I don't
1: think he has a place here anymore. Oh, he's no. from there. He's, he's from right. here, yeah. Um, so I just, I found that to be so wonderful to see that happen. And you just knows that you could just see people, oh, man. And he kept coming back to it. Yeah, God. Oh, shh. cue the music. Get him off the stage. Get him off hey, the you stage. You know what
0: bothers me about the Oscars more than anything <laughs> is that the early awards at the very beginning for the crappiest things that nobody cares about, best makeup. The person comes out and they're allowed to blab forever, as long as they want.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they start to lose time, and then by the time you get to the good awards, the one you care about, people have to get forty six seconds, and you got to hurry yeah, up, rushing I them off the stage. I know. I In know. fact,
0: I missed the last couple of awards because the DVR ran out of time.
1: Oh, oh, really? It doesn't it doesn't automatically adjust if the if it, it goes over time?
0: Sometimes it does. It depends on the signal that it gets from the station. Mm. You know, there's a bunch of codes and flags and all this stuff that comes over. But when mm. it when there's no way of telling it to keep going, it just mm. it just stops.
1: Now, here's the thing that I was very worried about, and I think we're already seeing the results of this telecast. Um, those of you uh, who follow my thinking uh, will, will probably notice that immediately that we had a huge event taking place during this particular Oscars telecast, which I find to be disconcerting. Uh, we had an activation of perhaps th- hundreds thousands maybe m- maybe hundreds of thousands of MK ultra patients the minute pink came on stage <laughs> In case you didn't know, the, uh, the MK Ultra, a real mind control program from the U.S. government, has as one of its activation methods the Wizard of Oz, specifically the song "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Yeah, that's uh, and funny. and you can look this up, and you know you'll see it. Uh, it's it's the Monarch program, specifically of MK Ultra. So also big Monarch butterflies are are, are often. Uh, used in association, both of these, by the way, showed up with the Sandy Hook kids when they dropped by the ABC studios.
7: Singing the
4: song makes me feel like she's with me, and she's beside me, swinging along with me.
1: So um, I'm. I think that uh, what we saw with uh, people like Abby Martin. And the wall chick. I think that might have been activation from the, the Rainbow song on the Oscars. Everyone it's went possible. nutty. It's I mean, why I'm not, not?
0: going to go there because I think it's kind of crazy. But Abby Martin and Liz Wall quitting, you know, within 24 hours or 48 hours of each other. Well, she Was didn't, she, no, I, she Abby didn't never quit. quit. She didn't quit. No. She's made a fuss and she should be fired.
4: Boom, uh, <laughs> that the <laughs> that's
1: the one. one that's the one you wanted, right? It gets there. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Putin.
4: Putin. <laughs> I, th-
1: I think it's perfect. So, Putin
0: and uh, John Schreiber. Fletcher, thank you. But uh, the Liz Wall thing was like, okay, this is this is just plain weird. For one thing, the, the RT was not really slant doing much in the way of like covering the the the, the situation in the Ukraine. Or in Ukraine, no, I'll, Sorry, I'll, tell, I'll tell
1: you what. Why don't we? Why don't we step back? Eh, not everybody who li- who listens to the show has heard everything. Um, why don't we start briefly with Abby Martin and just play her little bit? Because I found this to be hilarious. By the way, this this huff and rant that all of a sudden got all oh, this attention.
0: So into it.
1: And uh, and by the way, this happens at the exact same moment President Obama uh, presented his budget. Uh, which I think is convenient or coincidental at best. Like, hey, yeah, here's my budget.
8: Oh, look at Abby Martin! That was Jeffrey Summers, associate professor of political economy at the University of Wisconsin. Before we wrap up the show, I wanted to say something from my heart about the ongoing political...
1: (laughs) I want to say it from my heart. It's really from the prompter, but it's from my heart. She was reading it from the prompter. But I know n- she was. No doubt about this from my heart.
8: Crisis ...in Ukraine and Russia's military occupation of Crimea. Just because I work here for RT doesn't mean I don't have editorial independence. And I can't stress enough how strongly I am against any state intervention in a sovereign nation's affairs.
1: What does that even mean, how strongly I am? Does she, does she mean to say how strongly against I am or I am yeah, against... Again. No, she messed it up. She misread the
4: prompter.
8: Before we wrap up the show, I wanted to say something from my heart about the ongoing political crisis in Ukraine and Russia's military occupation of Crimea. Just because I work here for RT doesn't mean I don't have editorial independence. And I can't stress enough how strongly I am against any state intervention mm. in a sovereign nation. How strongly prepares. I am against?
1: Yeah, how, strong, how strongly She's I feel. She's reading
8: from the prompter. How strongly I am.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Against. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
8: what yeah. Russia did is wrong. I admittedly don't know as much as I should about what Ukraine. Did
0: they do? I don't what do? What does she say? She doesn't know anything. <laughs> hey, hey, Adam. Yes? What Russia did is wrong. I don't know uh, anything about it.
1: That you, correct. You are awesome. Yeah, speaking truth to power, John.
0: About time I did that. <laughs> History of the cultural Dude. dynamic. <laughs>
3: Truth
8: to power. <laughs> Dude. Hey, hey, hey. Truth to power, people. The region, but what I do know is that military intervention. I don't know much about nothing, but what I do know. Is never the answer, and I will not sit here and apologize or defend military aggression. Furthermore, the coverage I've seen of Ukraine has been truly disappointing from all sides of the media spectrum and rife with
1: disinformation. Above all, my Rife with disinformation. Rife. rife with... It's rife. Rife, rife. rife, rife, Who talks like that from the heart? I don't talk like that from the heart. It's what, rife. What
0: disinformation are we talking about?
1: Just, It's all disinformation. Well, that is true.
8: Out to the Ukrainian well, yeah, people who are now... What's wedged new? This-
1: U- the Ukraine...
8: <laughs> ...in the middle of a global power chess game. They're the real losers here. All no. we can do now is hope for a peaceful outcome, for a terrible situation. Terrible. And another full-blown cold war between multiple superpowers. So
1: you know, when this happens like this, now, I've, I, and I've thought quite a bit, and, and I have a bigger problem with uh, Miss Liz Wall, who apparently her only other gig was at CNN, and I guess she was a producer. It's not she's like she... She's a
0: kid. She just graduated from
1: college. Yeah, in Virginia, I might add. So, you know these, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she went to Virginia to uh, some Virginia school. Mm. The, uh, so okay, uh, this is this. That's why I said MK Ultra. Why else are these chicks doing this? Like oh oh something oh I have to talk from the heart. It's a uh, I'm well, speaking of all, truth to do power. Who think they are?
0: They're talking heads on a sh- on on a small very.
1: Well, well, they, they are operation. the dis- they are the disinformation. That's what's obvious. Yeah, because who gives I was a crap? Not impressed. Well, I was very impressed.
0: All oh, the Twitter went crazy. Yeah. Oh, good for yeah. you, Abby. Yes,
1: yeah. speaking truth to power. Now, here, let's do the Liz Wall thing. Uh, I I thought that was much more interesting. Mainly because of what happened after her little spiel.:
9: last night, our team made international headlines, and one of our anchors went on the record and said, "Russian intervention in Crimea is wrong."
1: Um, she didn't actually say that, but listen to this girl's uh, she, didn't say, that no, at she all. didn't say that, but listen to this girl's speech patterns. very interesting. and she's listed as a producer. I don't, have you ever seen her on air ever?:
0: Yeah, no, I see her all the time.
1: Oh, okay. I'm I've, I've the seen main her. anchor. Oh, okay. Oh, and she's she And by the
0: way, the new one that took deal. over? Yeah. A complete goofball.
1: She's
0: <laughs> like no good. <laughs> oh,
1: great.
9: And indeed, as a reporter on this network, I face many ethical and moral challenges, especially me personally coming from a family.
1: Listen, if you're working at this outfit of this RT uh, outfit, which has, you know, a studio in DC, yet they might have a Skype booth in in New York and uh, a lot of producers in Moscow. And someone comes along and says, "Hey, what are you making at that outfit?" And believe me, if these girls are making more than a hundred thousand dollars a year for what? doing this, what you
0: nuts? Yeah, You're no, not I th- even getting close to that.
1: I think they're making a hundred. No, you think they're making less than a hundred? Yeah. All right. So all you have to do is come along and say, "Listen, I got Listen, you, girl." M- M- MSNBC, or you know, this is going to be something good. Maybe, um, maybe this girl can go back to CNN where she came from. No. That's not hard to get, because and it, first of all, it's true. Obviously, we know RT is a propaganda. But for this, all of a sudden to happen, this is yeah, how was... would
0: you go to RT in the first place if you didn't know you were taking part in a propagandistic operation?
1: Yeah, and and I think Abby should resign. She didn't get the right deal. You see, you... she didn't get a deal.
0: Oh, Abby, I'm sure she's getting nothing.
1: She got no deal. She didn't. She she did did it all wrong. This girl did it right
9: whose grandparents my grandparents came here as refugees during the hungarian revolution ironically to escape the soviet forces i have family on the opposite side on my mother's side uh... that sees the daily grind of poverty and i'm very lucky to have grown up here in the united states uh... i'm the daughter of a veteran my partner is a physician
1: at this? At this point, I'm like, oh, at least she's a lesbian. That's kind of hot. But no,
9: at a military base where he sees every he, day damn. the first hand accounts of the ultimate prices that people pay.
1: What does this have to do with, with
4: anything?
1: I, I really didn't understand this part about my partner is a the doctor and sees the ultimate. price. So you see dead people? Is that the ultimate I, price? You know, I was kind I didn't of befuddled understand. by this I didn't myself.
0: Understand she i think she was trying to I, and i hate to use this term in, in this in this manner with her hmm. trying to paint a picture ah. that she lives that there's a life that you know she's 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 part of a bigger thing and right. and and these things go on these and she's trying to you know give you the sense that she, there's a rationale for what she's about to do
9: for this country and that is why, personally, I cannot be part of a network funded by the Russian government that whitewashes the actions of Putin.
1: Putin. I love that. That's so sexy. Putin. Putin. She, Putin. Says, she says Putin. <laughs> Putin. 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 I can't even say the word. she Whitewashes Putin. Putin. the
9: actions of Putin. Putin.
1: <laughs> He's Putin. <laughs> no, she says Putin. He's no, pooing. she
9: says Putin like Kitten.
1: No, she does not pronounce the T. She says Pooin like pooping. No, just
0: play it again and listen it's for the T.
1: It's Pooin,
9: Pooin. That whitewashes the actions of Putin.
1: Pooin. Yeah, yours yeah, Pooin. Pooin. He's
4: Pooin.
0: Pooin.
9: Putin. Pooin. I'm proud to be an American and believe in disseminating the truth, <laughs> and that is why, after this newscast, I'm
1: resigning. Speaking truth to power. Outstanding. Okay, so here's where it all here's where it all <laughs> fell apart for me. So I'm, I'm this part of my okay, I get it. Uh, but then she the first interview she does is with uh, Anderson Pooper. Now Pooper is in Crimea. Now you know that when something's set up, sure. yeah. you know Pooper is on the scene. We got boots on the Pooper on the on the ground. You know, do you remember it was uh, Tahrir Square? The first oh, time he's around, there. no, he's all—he's al- he's always there when it when it's an operation. Storm. When it's an You're operation, a
0: fan though. on him. He's in Haiti. He's in Haiti.
1: Yeah, but only when it's an op. He didn't go to Tahrir Square the second or the third time. He wasn't on the Euro Maidan. No, was, no. He, But he was nowhere to be found. He's not in the the protests you know in know France. He's, he's worth in, a, in, he's in worth hundreds of Spain. thousands of
0: dollars in assets for <laughs> CNN.
1: <laughs> but well, maybe even tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> So <laughs> nice. So then he gets uh, he gets Liz Wall on. Now here's the thing that bothered me. She, it's a split screen, and she's wearing the same outfit that she quit in. And the background, the green screen, it's the same shot. It has the RT background still rotating. This this confused me very much. I'm still not oh, sure. Oh, that's interesting. I'm still not sure why. Are so you telling me she quits on the air and RT says, yeah, you can use our studio to do an interview with Pooper? No problem. Eh, just keep those clothes on. Don't move. The lighting's perfect. So that that is like, what? How can that? That makes no yeah, sense.
0: She either had to do it before
1: she quit. Yeah, you know, but it it was in the R, it was on the RT set, so they would have known. There's no way this was uh, this was no, not a Skype that. interview. She was in the studio with the We're RT the whole background. A fake. Yes, of course it's a fake. Uh, so here's parts of this uh, this interview. Uh, here she's uh, with uh, Pooper talking about the the Putin perspective.
9: And what's clear is what's happening right now amid this crisis is that RT is not about the truth. It's about promoting uh, a Putinist agenda. And I can- a Putinist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a a Putinist, poo- Putinistic poo- 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 agenda. <clears throat> this girl is—I think she's a presidential model in the U- MK Ultra program, because she has a little speech thingy going on. Putinist, poo- Putinist poo- agenda.
9: RT is not about the truth; it's about promoting uh, a putinist agenda and i can tell you firsthand it's also about bashing america and uh i kind of cited some of my background uh where i came from and and why i am proud to be an american uh she's
1: a filipino uh she's like like a whole mix of stuff she looks more filipino she's the multi girl of the future in
9: recent days i've been suffering from a lot of cognitive dissonance
1: (laughs) cognitive dissuffering from cognitive dissonance i felt interesting. and
9: felt that i could no longer work here and, and 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 go on television and tell the american people that this is what's happening and have it poses news it's just something L- L- i don't Lisa, know I want to
1: bring yeah, so, so this is one this is wag the dog john i think this is so much bigger than we realize and the giveaway was her in the same clothes on the same set with the same lighting doing yeah, this interview that's with anderson Cooper. it's 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 wag Dynamite. the dog the whole thing is a setup yeah
10: listen
1: i just wanted to ask what is ha- oh this is fine now now they bring in uh who's also there with uh with pooper in uh, crimea what's the girl's the woman's name she's the Oh, the short blonde hair. She's uh, she's some expert in something. Yeah, listen. I just, yeah, just wanted to ask. Yeah,
7: what, yeah,
1: I forget. I forgot. Anyway, so listen to this. This is the, this is where the MK Ultra presidential model starts to speak and answer questions. What
10: is happening right now with you? Have there been repercussions? And how is RT going to explain this? Because there was a previous woman who uh, uh,
1: previous woman. have
10: said some things about. The conflict, Abby Martin.
1: Yes, thank you, Anderson, for prompting me. I'd forgotten.
10: And uh, (laughs) RT said, look, all our anchors can express their views freely. Have you had any reaction from
1: the management? Well, seeing as I'm sitting in the same set with the same background, the same lighting, and same outfit, no, everything's peachy keen.
9: Well, it's all happening very quickly. This happened just a couple hours ago. Um, I haven't seen the official response. I kind of saw on Twitter before I went on today that they said that uh, uh, I'm doing this as uh, for personal gain, um, which is couldn't be farther from the truth. I actually hesitated to speak on this for a while for fear
1: of repercussion. What? Right, they're going to beat you up? What does that mean? I was afraid of repercussions.
0: I was afraid. Uh, afraid.
9: So I, I don't know if how they intend to retaliate against me or, or what actions are going to be taken against oh, me. You. I can say that it's comforting that on social media <laughs> I've gotten, uh, a, gotten an explosive gotten. response, really, really she encouraging. She can't say
1: her T's. No, she's, she's, That's why they had to get rid of her. It was R-E. No, it's R-T. Welcome to R-E. No, it's R-T. The T. T. Welcome to R E. No, it's T. She can't say tea. I want a kitten. A kitten. Putin. Putin. Putin.
9: You can't <laughs> say People appreciating Putin. me coming forward with this, so that's been comforting for me. Uh, in terms
1: of social media, was so comforting. If that's not an MK Ultra, then I don't know what is.
0: <laughs> I was so comforted. Social, I, my all my Twitter and Facebook friends <laughs> all liked me. Yes, for doing
1: this. I'm so com- i feel so comforted. So comforted by this. Uh, and now she's going to explain the the sitch on the ground there.
2: Americans who work there, and RT kind of bills itself as, as questioning authority, which is is clearly their their marketing strategy. But is
1: oh oh uh, yes okay. Management are they Russian?
9: Management is Russian. Yes, uh, middle management uh, they are American, and their role is to make sure. It's, a, it's kind of part of that censorship role to make sure we're in line, to make sure ultimately the narrative that the Russian, the, the, you know, the guys calling the shots ultimately were based in <sighs> Moscow. Yeah, this doesn't line.
0: happen on ABC.
9: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Russian government, okay. they kind of make sure that the narrative is is delivered.
1: <laughs> ah, ah, the narrative is delivered, wow, really this is a big
9: surprise It's delivered <laughs> In, in ah, one way or another right. ah, ah,
1: somewhere over the rainbow yeah, I found that the whole thing to be disturbing and it is <laughs> and it is clearly a setup from it is so obvious you this you do not you know you you're in the c n n studio maybe you've you know you've got your jeans on she says the red dress on so this is wag yeah, the no, dog i think you caught something this is this is wag yeah sketchy. it's wag the dog
0: and it was within a couple hours she even admitted that yes it wasn't as though so here you go you're on nobody's watching this this network by the way except you're us on except and us you quit. We're,
1: we're watching and a bunch of 911 truthers
0: yeah, there's a bunch of there's people that watch, but they're like us. Yeah, and and, and even our listeners wouldn't watch this this
1: stuff. No, it's unwatchable. Most of it
0: is unwatchable. You got a
1: bunch of experts on Skype for 15 minutes for a segment. Ah.
0: So she quits, and then within a couple of hours, she said right there, just a, just quit a couple hours ago. She's on CNN. You know what? You know the booking process for these shows. And it, yeah, it, it, once in a while you get a guy, yeah. hey, uh, we've got breaking news, and we'd like to get you on uh, the next segment. Can you, Are you available? Sometimes <laughs> that does happen. But I don't know that anyone has her phone number.
3: No, they didn't need they it. They had to call
0: his studio.
1: I think it's the same studio. It, is, is, could it be <laughs> possible that RT is shot out of CNN studios it's, by any chance? It, it would not looked like it.
0: Whatever the case is, this
1: was rigged. Totally. It, it, actually... This is the first clip in the segment. I don't know why I moved it to the fifth. There must be a reason.
9: Um, today, for example, I had an
1: interview with Ron Paul. Oh, yeah, this is good. Now she's going to talk about uh, why she did it and how the truth is, ob- is censored. From R- By the e. way,
0: Ron Paul's on RT constantly.
9: Yeah. The only question that I asked, I ask, or I asked many questions, I asked about... The Russian intervention, you know, he has a very uh, anti-intervention approach. I asked him uh, in the wake of escalation by the Russian military, how long, um, you know, how should we respond to this? How should the U.S. respond to this?
1: And... um, Sounds like you asked a really dumb question, long and drawn out, that made no sense.
9: That question was cut out in the interview. Oh, no! There was another segment today, uh, it was...
1: She's looking through her notes right now. She's shuffling through the notes on her desk at the RT set.
9: A, a, a news package from one of our correspondents that painted the opposition over there in the Ukraine as...
1: Now she's even saying the Ukraine. She's so flustered. She's, she forgot yeah, she to say no Ukraine. Ukraine.
9: Uh, having neo-Nazi elements, and I think that's very dangerous when you have... Uh, a new government instability over there and and I'm sure that there are in fact neo-Nazi elements but to to portray the entire opposition uh, as being part of this right-wing extremist uh, group is going along with the narrative that Vladimir Putin Putin. wants to go along with.
1: Now, this is very important because uh, and I love when this happens Um, and I uh, I thank God I really do, and I thank my wife. I'm not sure who's more powerful that I have the opportunity to spend days on end watching all this crap, and and then and then God allows these things to connect in my head. She just <laughs> said, I'm, I don't know, I'm, "Yeah, I'm working." Hey, all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's screw with him. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so what she just <laughs> what she just said is it's very dangerous to call the opposition neo-Nazis and anti-Semites. She, she made a big deal about this being a very huge problem that this is being uh, broadcast. Funny enough, I'm watching Brolf and Christiana Anumpur, who is completely all in on whatever program she's being paid for, with some other douche knuckle, and the following happens. An
3: excellent conversation, uh, Professor Cohen. Christiana Amanpour, thanks very much. And on that last point, you heard Vitaly Churkin, the Russian ambassador to the U.N. Security Council, saying earlier today that at at fault for all of this are what he called fascists and anti-Semites in Ukraine right now. Activate. So
7: you've got to be really careful putting that across as a, as a fact. That's what Vitaly Churkin. He yeah. may have done. That's what but he that said. that is the Russian
1: position. He may have
3: That's done. That's what I was but pointing out. are you up. telling me? Are you <laughs>
7: Saying that the entire pro-European Ukrainians are anti-Semitic. Always- Let me tell
1: you, there's a couple things you do and you don't do in the in the business. I don't care who you are. You do not argue with Brolf. First of all, you just don't. Why would you? Be- yeah, and he's in the middle box. So you're right. She was
0: activated.
1: She <laughs> she was activated to say the same thing. The message is clear. The message is. Are the, uh, the opposition are not anti-Semites and radicals? They are not neo-Nazis. Please let all the public know. You must tell them somewhere. So that is what Christian, the
3: Russians I'm are saying. saying what that's Cherkin, what the Russians are saying. He said, and, and we what heard what Professor, Professor Cohen he's making a big say. deal about say it. And I was just pointing out that a Russian right. official at the United Nations today said, "What's it? What? Who's responsible for all of this? Fascists and anti-Semites okay. in Ukraine?" Am I saying right. that? No, I'm not.
1: But I am. Now he's going to try and uh, explain the news business to us this is really this is insane
0: this is what this says to me is that it's apparently a bunch of nazis and fascists and anti-semites yes that have taken over the place yes because why else would you make such a fuss about all
1: this well witness the call between the high representative no chin monster having baronish ashton and the estonian foreign minister pate I got this. I got this whole call, but I'll jump right to the goodies here. By the way, this call, which is uh, has somehow was released through tradecraft. Yes, I have yes, to say, no I love it because this time they didn't just have the call; they ISO'd it. They have left and right channels. So they've got Ashton on the left channel. Oh, that's sweet. It's beautiful. It's like, that's tradecraft right there, ladies and gentlemen. They even ISO'd it for us, so we could we could have our own conversation. We could it, they, they, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we could put our own questions in if we wanted. But here's uh, here's the relevant passage
5: And civil society. And second, what was quite disturbing: the same Olga told that well, all the evidence shows uh, that people who were killed by snipers from both sides among. Policemen and um, people from the streets that they were the same snipers killing people from both sides.
7: Well, that, yeah.
5: (laughs) So that.
1: Well, that's yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Yeah, that's. uh, uh, If you could understand it, what he said is uh, people are now figuring out that the new opposition had snipers killing people on both sides.
0: Yeah, they tried to start a, a, to start a riot. Yeah, uh, and, You shoot and, a cop then you shoot one of the good guys. Well, they shot all, and...
1: they shot all the berkoot, which is the the riot police. In the head yeah. like sniper shots at the head. These guys just went down like little tin soldiers. And <laughs> here's Baroness Aston going, "Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well What? But yeah, well, uh, the evidence
5: shows that people who were killed by snipers from both sides among policemen and, and people from the streets, that they were the same snipers, killing people from both sides.
7: Well, that's, yeah.
5: That's so that, and, and then she also showed me some photos. Uh, she said that as medical doctor, she can, you know, say that it is the same same handwriting, the yeah. same type of bullets, and it's really disturbing that now the new, uh, new coalition, that they don't want to investigate.
1: So, besides Obama's sorry-ass budget being sent to Congress, I think that this call needed to be covered up and we needed to shout very loudly, whatever you hear, there's no neo-Nazis, no snipers, no killing, no targeted, no wag the dog, no nothing, no nothing, no nothing. Because this is not getting a lot of play. This is certainly not getting the kind of FDU play um, that uh, Noodleman got.
0: Well, especially if you go to ABC. And some of these networks that have uh, essentially, I have a p- package of three pieces from ABC, which is their coverage with your f- friend. I think she was sober.
1: Oh, Diane, do we do we do we need to uh, to play the jingle just in case? Well, sure. <laughs> and then which which uh, is it? The ABC. This which- is laughable.
0: Ukraine rundown and run down part two and three.
1: Okay, I will put this With on. the lament.
0: My favorite one is part three. You're going to just die.
1: Do you want? Would you want to play three first?
0: No, no, no. no it, in it's in just, order. It's actually built. In order. Drunk again. Drink the sand
7: oil. Drunk again. Ukraine, Crimea, and an international tug-of-war. ABC's Martha Raddatz is traveling with the Secretary of State, and she is standing by. And ABC's chief foreign correspondent, Terry Moran, is also on the story tonight, starting us off with the latest on that crisis in Ukraine.
3: At Belbek Air Base, here this, this is morning, Ukrainian effects. troops, <laughs> unarmed, marched toward the Russian guns. And as they marched, they sang their national anthem.
4: Okay,
0: stop, stop second so they're they're, they're going to lead off this this piece which is long and I, I i actually cut some of it out but they lead off this piece showing the russians have according to i didn't know this there's another report that discusses it the russians by uh, ukrainian law are allowed to have eleven thousand soldiers oh no on. I, th-
1: I thought it was twenty five thousand.
0: i thought it was 11 or maybe it was 20, maybe 25 000. now but they're going to try to limit to 11 but there's lots yeah and good. those are the guys that supposedly invaded even though they're already there and so they have this scene which I swear to you it was all the sounds in the back and these guys singing a bunch of drunken ukrainians with no weapons marching in a in a, like a like a squad coming down and they're going to confront the russians who just drive them off with a few shots to the air and the way they present this is that the the way abc presents this this is a a show of the great Ukraine people and they heads held high and they showed the Russians and it, it's it's idiotic, it's idiotic at play.
3: Confronting the Russians who had seized control of their base, forward under the Ukrainian flag they came. The Russians yelled, then fired. Warning shots, but the first shots fired here, then negotiations, and the Ukrainians withdrew, heads held high. It was a day of high tension. (laughs) Russia test launching an ICBM like this one. A scheduled launch, but still a statement. Mr. Kerry, welcome to Ukraine. Nice to see you. And in Kiev, the Ukrainian capital 500 miles away, Secretary of State Kerry walked the streets where scores of Ukrainians (laughs) died in protests (laughs) last month, then praised their revolution. Uh, What they stood for so bravely,
6: I say with full conviction, Will never be stolen by bullets or by invasions,
0: It is called freedom.
1: You know, we gave the Oscar to the wrong guy. <laughs> this guy. This, this guy. He
0: just guns us in the back. And by the way, they show the missile and they say an ICBM launch like this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they show some random B roll missile. Did it say file footage? No, I it bet should've. it did not. Yeah, that that's. I'll just. I'm going to jump right back to your clip. You know, uh, Andrea Mitchell. Uh, and this is all elitist. These people are all actors. They're all put in this this game to to this. It, this if you have not seen Wag the Dog, you need to see it. Uh, and we need to find out who's who's directing. Actually, who's producing this one? So Andrea Mitchell, she apparently turns up in Kiev. Uh, she cause, you know, and even though she's a a, a, a multi millionaire married to Ben Bernanke, now nah, she's there to to play she's along married, the script.
0: She's not married to Bernanke. She's married to. Uh... I'm sorry,
1: she's Greenspan better, better, I'm sorry, Greenspan. If, yes. if you, I mean, if the guy's even alive. And she's and she it literally has the script and carries making faces just like his acting coach taught him.
7: Thank you very much. Mr. Secretary, uh, U.S. officials have been saying that Vladimir Putin will be isolated by his actions, yet today he seemed defiant. Uh, speaking for an hour, taking questions, he said... Among other things, that Russia yeah. reserves the right to take any action to use any means, obviously military means. He described events here as an unconstitutional coup. He denied that there were any Russian troops in Crimea occupying Crimea. He blamed the crisis on United States interference, saying that the U.S. He really
6: denied there were troops in uh, Crimea. What? What? He do- what? What? He
1: really said deny that. I have the, the the news conference what Kerry didn't get a briefing about what he said even I got a briefing from Russian uh, producers of this program he said yeah that's you know this is a fair translation of what he said and Kerry surprised by this no no this is scene 35 Kiev press conference uh fade in from black yes he did bah. he also
4: blamed bah. the bah. crisis
1: on the United uh, States uh, uh. Lurch. All right.
0: My, my favorite, by the way. Since we're gonna do it, this is a Shaggy dog.
1: Play. Yeah, yeah. I got. A, I got an end to this, by the way.
0: Uh, John Kerry, another ironic comment. I think this is the best.
4: Okay.
0: It is not
3: appropriate to invade a country (laughs) and at the end of a barrel of a gun (laughs) dictate what you are trying to achieve. Hold on a second. It's this one. You just don't invade another country on phony pretext. Uh, in order to assert your interests. Well, but what... There are if- ways... There are ways... To- <laughs>
1: Unless you're America and you're doing it for in Iraq <laughs> or <laughs> Iran or something like that. So this is... The script is playing out over multiple channels. The yeah. same thing over and over it's again. Dynamite. It's dynamite. It's... I have to say, um, it's a big one. And and by the way, this is being run by the State Department. Um, I, I did a little research on Noodleman. I'm sorry, Victoria Newland. And uh, so Victorian Noodleman is a real name. She changed it to Newland. I, I, and, of course, we understand. I mean, who, who wants to be laughed at? Who wants at? to be Noodleman? Who wants to be Noodleman? No offense
0: <laughs> to the one Noodleman that listens to the show.
1: Uh, you know, She, of course, uh, famously uh, was uh, at the Maidan handi- handing out cookies or pretzels or whatever she was handing out. Uh, then, of course, we had the Scripts. phone call. <laughs> we had the...
4: <laughs> Script.
1: <laughs> she was handing out per diems. <laughs> per diems. Exactly. Yeah, all right, here's your. Uh, who's an extra? All right, here's your per diem. Are you SAG eligible? Oh, that's too bad. Well, you can still get a per diem. Um, now, she is married to Robert Kagan. Robert Kagan, uh, one of the. Actually, one of the uh, co founders of the project for the new American century. Right. These are the guys who said we need a new Pearl Harbor, and then 9 11 happened. And these are the guys who talked about all these countries we need to go in and destabilize. What's interesting, which I rebelize. did... Rebelize, is his brother is Frederick Kagan. This is the guy. This is the guy. He uh, has a PhD in Russian and Soviet uh, military history. Of course, both these boys are from Yale. Of course, they're skull and bones, just like Kerry. Um, his, fa- their father, Donald Kagan, professor at Yale, fellow at the Hudson Institute... Um, he authored the Real Iraq Study Group. Um, uh, consulted for Baker, uh, wrote the Choosing Victory: A Plan for Success in Iraq. Uh, he influenced George W. Bush. This, these are the neocons. He consulted for uh, Robert Gates, Petraeus. These are the guys, and and they're. Their henchmen, he went out and started doing the business. The neocons have taken over the State Department. And as witnessed, I think that this was a complete surprise that we discussed in the last show to the president, who was like, what? And, and, yeah, he,
0: yeah, he's yeah. always in a chair sitting down answering yes. random questions.
1: He has a whole different
3: agenda. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know.
1: Yeah, He has a complete... In fact...
3: It's making him look really stupid. Governor Romney, I'm glad that you recognize that Al Qaeda is a threat because a few months ago, when you were asked what's the biggest geopolitical threat facing America, you said Russia, not Al Qaeda. You said Russia. In the 1980s are now
1: calling to ask for their foreign policy back. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. So it's making him look stupid because he wasn't prepared for Russia. But he's also he also he's like a bit player. He's got no parts. He's got no he's got no lines.
0: Right, <laughs> they never got a script for him. No, the, the, I'm sorry, Mr. N- President, we left you on the cutting
1: room floor. No, but not even they. It's it, the, uh, the, that wasn't even cast. It, yes, he was barely cast. It was not his episode. It was
0: my agent,
1: <laughs> get my get my agent on the phone. I'm being screwed on this deal.
0: So back to the laughable rundown part two.
3: All right, here we go. In Moscow, Vladimir Putin offered a different version, a different reality in an extraordinary appearance. (laughs) The new (laughs) Ukrainian government, illegitimate, he said. U.S. support for it was like running experiments on rats. And the U.S., he said, (laughs) must stop encouraging what he called illegal change in the territory of the former Soviet Union. The Soviet Union shaped Putin, a loyal KGB officer nah. for 15 years. And here is what it- I love the... da 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 <laughs> da this guy, this is the worst that I have ever seen from
1: ABC. Leni Rufinstal is puking in her grave. She says, what are you guys doing? You're doing and it all wrong. the picture of Putin. I don't even know if it was Putin. <laughs> but it was some
3: big-lipped, ugly little kid.
6: da da
3: da 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 a colossus. And this is how it shrunk when the Soviet Union collapsed, which Putin called the greatest catastrophe of the century. His worldview shaped by the loss of an empire.
10: He was born in a
11: large Soviet space that encompassed a huge part of the Earth's landmass. They still called themselves Soviet, by which they mostly meant Russian.
3: President Obama said today that Putin quote isn't fooling anybody, but Putin is less interested in winning arguments than he is in shaping history. And with thousands of troops on the ground and in control here in Crimea now, he is doing just that. Yeah, so Diane? We, I mean, we get
1: Diane. We could we could play the the bull crap clips all day long. It is uh, And by the way, people stop sending me p- clips from NPR with analysis. I never we're not going to use it. Never ever because it's it's it, you, all of this the analysis, everything it's all bull crap. And the beauty of it is the beauty, and God, I think ABC and Disney, these guys are they they're they, they are skull and bones because they know the American public in particular, but anyone who enjoys American product, and we have some outstanding product, I will tell you, when it comes to Hollywood. Just go look and tell me that every bad guy has a Russian accent. It's always the East Bloc countries who are plotting to do crap. And lo and behold, just in time for all of this craziness, we have the new Muppets movie. (laughs)
3: world's greatest criminal has stolen the greatest treasures escaped the greatest prisons and he bears a strong resemblance
1: to someone you know
3: it's not easy being meme <laughs> it's constantine the world's most dangerous frog check this
9: out uh, i'm not constantine you're going to be here a while
5: hi ho
3: kermit frog here
1: so it's all russian and you've got all of Hollywood in this movie speaking with, with Russian KGB Cheesy accents. Russian accent. Yes, it's Tina Fey who you're hearing. I'm frog here. I am Kermit, and now you guys have all the... I am Kermit, I don't like pooing. Freedom you want. What? When do I do
3: the indoor running of the bulls?
11: I can't
1: watch. Oh, my
3: oh. friend. My name will go down in history as greatest thief of all time.
0: Right, you can go watch the trailer. Yeah, just Boris and Natasha all over again. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's word. So okay, well, I'm gonna get to this last
0: part of this yeah. this tr- triad Please. because, yeah. and, which is a, an interesting term in itself, because now they this is what happens. I gotta set this up. Diane's talking to the, her girl in Europe, and she you first you think she must be in the in uh, in Ukraine because or Crimea because that's what they're talking about. But you keep looking at this at the shot and it's, you say, I didn't, I really don't think they have a copy of the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> in Kyiv. In Kyiv. <laughs> and so uh, you realize that she's in Paris and she says she's in Paris eventually. But then you, what is she doing in Paris? And by the way, why are they having all these meetings? They have a meeting about, about the... Situation in Ukraine yeah. and they have it in yeah. Paris. Well, hello. They have a meeting about some other country in Syria. Well, hello. Paris. Hello. Why are they having it in
1: Paris? How it about the wine? Me. Don't you... Why would they have
0: to go <laughs> all the way to Paris constantly? Don't you
1: like the wine? Don't you like Pierre the hairdresser to, to work on you? Don't you just love the trannies on the Champs Elysees? Come on.
0: You know, the thing about especially these foreign correspondents in Paris. They can't afford even with their high salaries, and a lot of them get, they don't get anchor money, but they get really substantial money. But still, not enough to to gallivant around Paris on somebody else's dime. That's the way to go.
3: Yeah, so but they're this, having
0: a good time in Paris. So she, but anyway, this woman decides to editorialize and just give it to give it to to, to But before you <laughs> do that, we should play Pouin. at least a little side clip.
1: Uh-oh. John McCain on Putin. Uh in Putin. You better say it right. Vladimir Putin.
3: Vladimir Putin is an old KGB colonel ah. bent on restoration <laughs> of the Soviet of the Russian Empire. This president believes the Cold War was over. Vladimir Putin doesn't believe that the Cold War is over. Putin <laughs> Putin's He doesn't believe the Cold War is over.
1: No, we're resurrecting it. Get that Muppets movie out quick now. Damn it, it's time. Oh, let's all talk like this. Boris and Natasha. It's (laughs) crazy. Okay,
0: laughable report part three. Right
1: now, so Martha, give it to us straight. Is the United States closer to Don't lie to us, Martha? Tell us the truth now.
7: Conflict with Russia tonight or not? Vladimir Putin, the bully Vladimir Putin, may already have gotten what he wants. Crimea. So it's very possible he won't push any further. This is the way that Negotiates
11: He oh. is a bully He is hammerhead. <laughs> this
7: is how
1: he... This is how He's a bully He does not go in With the stormtroopers And anti-Semites And all kinds of crazy uh, Sharpshooters To kill
5: people No he's a bully
1: He
7: operates But there are going to be meetings They are negotiating are negotiations going on. Tomorrow, Secretary Kerry will be meeting with the Russian foreign minister here in Paris. Secretary Kerry really wants to get this settled as soon as possible. So at the end of the day, can the United States let Russia keep Crimea this way? You know, a simple answer to that is Europe going to go to war over Crimea. The United States certainly won't. So that may well happen.
1: All right. So, so for those who, of course, today the news came out that Crimea has said they want allegiance with Russia and they're going to have uh, accelerate some uh, uh, referendum on uh, March 15th. It, it's all it doesn't matter. This is not about no, that. Actually, at all.
0: There is There's a point here that you're missing, and I think this does matter. And I and I have clips to back this up. And the the guy that they kept talking about, uh, this guy Stephen Cohen, was a professor at Princeton and NYU.
1: That's the guy who was on with uh, Brolf. And uh, yeah, he was on with
0: Brolf, but he he came on the News Hour with Gwen and Mm -hmm. essentially blew her out of the water because she had two stooges from the government and talking about how great Obama is. Of course, Mm -hmm. that's what she you know she wrote the book on Obama. Mm -hmm. Literally, she's (laughs) the uh, uh, hagiography. The hagiography. And he comes in and just says Obama's an idiot and then and, and Putin's doing this and that. And it, it's very interesting uh, because the one thing that nobody brought up, and we did get it from one of our producers. Uh, I'll mention his name if I can find the front of his email. He sent a very long note. It's very educational. Vitaly.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yes. Vitaly. Vitali. Yes, you know him. Mm-hmm. So Vitaly Pedro. It, he, he's, Pedro. Villafane? Is that him? No, no, no! It's, no. It's, oh, no! I gotta
0: go back.
1: That's ah, all right. No, no, no. It's
0: uh, so it's Cats and let's
1: see. Uh, Sorry, Kat's Nelson. I didn't mean. Right. I didn't mean to slow you down. Let's rock on. Okay, one of so our many producers. Rock on. Yeah, one so of so our he many. He wrote
0: producers. about a five-page thing about the situation, yeah. and then he made this one little thing at the very end, which I thought was actually part of the. And and the reason I would, uh, I there's clips to play to back this up. And one of them is this, is this Cohen guy who says this all began 20 years ago with, uh, with Clinton who kept pushing and pushing, pushing NATO further toward Russia, and it's never stopped, and Russia's getting a little sick of it. And the last thing they want is – and this gets talked about, you have to admit na- – the, uh, the Ukraine, Ukraine being part of NATO.
1: Yeah, they, with the security agreement as a part of the uh, association agreement.
0: So he came up with this little analysis, which I think is, it has all to do with uh, the Crimean situation. What? Finally, as a bonus Sorry. to Russia, Ukraine may become ineligible to join NATO as the charter prohibits yeah. new members that have ongoing territorial disputes.
1: Right. You have to have that resolved, otherwise you can't join.
0: So the, all Putin has to do, he may be playing a three-dimensional game, he says, with the rest of the world still, still pl- uh, learning checkers. Or perhaps he's just an egomaniac. But I think that this is a, the, the whole play is to destabilize. Mm. I mean, the, the thing played out again, and it didn't work out for him in the in Ukraine. But if he gets this uh, thing in Crimea just enough, there's a, there's a debate going on that can't shouldn't be resolved.
1: He's not going to want to take over. That's why he's not going to send troops yeah, but hold, hold, on, hold on a second. I, I, I need to back up for a moment because I, I have a, a different view on this and the Crimean thing—it's just another stage. It doesn't. Really, the only thing it matters that maybe the U.S. would not like is the fact that the Russian weapons going to Egypt are being transported via Crimea. That's the only thing that maybe they wouldn't like. There's no, there's no gas there. There's no oil. It's, there's, no, no, I, there's nothing I, there of any no, importance.
0: But the Russians aren't going to. They're not going to let this thing. They're going to let this linger. They're not
1: going to march yeah, but, in. But step back. Step back for me. I, I want why. Did this happen? First, we all agree this was the neocons, State Department, Kerry, Noodleman, Skull and Bones who set this up. Fuck the EU. Right. They made it happen. Why?
0: To to very to follow the, the thing that started 20 years ago. Push NATO into Ukraine.
1: That's the only reason. There's no money well, other no, than There's that. also oil and gas. That's what I want to go, but I want you to finish the, the NATO thing.
0: That's it. So what we're gonna, this is my prediction for the Red Book. Nothing is going to come of this. This, this Crimea thing, they're going to vote to associate, they're going to have a, a local vote to associate with Russia. It's going to be a point of controversy that is going to linger forever.
1: Yes. Um, and
0: that will keep NATO from coming in because that, they'd be a violation of their own rules. I'm, and that's all Putin really doesn't want. He doesn't want these guys. He, in fact, if you listen to these other clips, Cohen's the best one at this. If you want to listen to some guy whose analysis, I think, is right on the money that nobody, you know, they, they poo-poo the whole, they poo-poo the guy, play uh, Stephen Cohen part one. What?
7: Why are, why are we in this position tonight, Professor Cohen? What is Putin's endgame
10: here?
2: I don't know where to begin because I've just listened to two statements of the official American position. Uh, The position about where we are today and how we got here, I think they're fundamentally wrong. Uh, What we're watching today is uh, the worst kind of history being made, Uh, the descent of a new Cold War divide between West and East in Europe, this time not in faraway Berlin, but right on Russia's borders through Ukraine. That will be instability and the prospect of war for decades to come for our kids and our grandchildren. The official version is that Putin is to blame. He did this. But it simply isn't true. This began 20 years ago when Clinton began the movement of NATO toward Russia, a movement that's continued. And even if we just go back to this November, just a few months ago when the protesters came into the streets in Ukraine. Putin said to the Europe and to Washington, why are you forcing Ukraine to choose between Russia and Europe? We're prepared with Europe to do a kind of mini Marshall Plan to bail Ukraine out. Let's do it together. And that was refused by Washington and Brussels, and that refusal led to the situation today. And one last point, the worst worst outcome, you asked Michael. And he didn't say, but he said what he didn't want. The worst outcome, because we hear this clamor in Washington and we hear it in Europe, is a movement in response to what Putin's done in Crimea uh, to move NATO forces to the Polish-Ukrainian border. If we do that, Putin will certainly bring troops in from Russia itself. The troops in Crimea seem to be troops that were based at the naval base, not w- the troops in is Russia. This... I'm not sure. And then you will have a real confrontation.
1: All right, this guy needs to be eliminated from the airwaves. He's making way too much sense. This, this, this is He'll so never weird. be back on. No, no, no. This, he, he's, he, that's no. We cannot have him on the air talking sense like this. This is, I agree with this. However, I've been tracking this guy, Carlos Pascual. Parlos Pasquale, um, in two, uh, I think 2012 or 2012 by uh, eleven by uh, Lucifer Clippity Klopp, Hillary Clinton was put in place in charge of the State Department's Bureau of Energy Resources, and this is a, you know this is a, this is 85 95 people this is a this is a pretty pretty good little operation funded it's funded he's in he's good to go. The New York Times today, uh, purely by accident, I'm sure, uh, posted an article which, or actually, was yesterday. I see now, um, which makes so much sense to me and is everything we've been talking about. Um, If you, or at least from the energy standpoint, so we know that there's this huge uh, debt that uh, uh, that ukraine has to gazprom they can't pay for it. this is how it all started putin said oh you know i'll i'll cut your rates you know we'll we'll make it okay we can work out a deal uh 15 uh, 15 billion which by the way now magically has been matched how how pathetic is that that we actually we matched it with the eu uh 1 billion for the u.s 14 billion from the eu which is not you know, a done deal, but the news is out there. Oh, oh! We're, just so you know, it's not about money or anything. We'll, we'll match it all. We'll make it all good. Of course, you know, what happens with the, what is really going to happen to the Ukrainian uh, people will be quite sad. It'll be like Greece. But the New York Times, they liked their their article so much, which I'll read from in a moment. They even did a one-minute video about it. This is a new thing with the Times. When they like what they're doing, they post a video when there's a little bit of budget for it
10: importance of natural gas for Russia and Ukraine, both countries' points of leverage and the U.S. role, this morning on the New York Times Minute. Russian gas giant Gazprom announced the cancellation Tuesday of a natural gas discount to Ukraine, which will further hit the shaky economy. Ukraine is laced with pipelines, and 63% of all Russian gas exports pass through Ukraine to get to Europe. But to be clear, both countries have a lot of leverage in the situation.
6: The Russians can turn off the gas to Ukraine. But the Ukrainians can turn off the gas to Europe, at which point everybody starts losing.
10: Historically, that's when a deal gets struck.
6: So it's a kind of mutual blackmail that they engage in.
10: Going forward, the United States is jockeying for position. U.S.
9: diplomats see the crisis as an opportunity to weaken Russia's ability to use natural gas as a weapon. The U.S.
1: is hoping to increase its own exports to Europe, weaning the continent off of Russia down the road. And I think it's really good. They got some information in here, which I have not read anywhere else, and I'm I'm wondering. Um, But um, we know that the timing right now is very weird because we have uh, 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 EU elections coming up in May. In order to export our gas under a trade agreement to Europe, which is what I've been looking at, the TTIP, That would have to be in place. It looks like we've messed that all up, and Obama clearly can't get it done. He's not even talking about it anymore. There's way too much pushback on the whole idea, but we need to get our gas out. It's the only thing, and that's what Hillary Clinton saw and what she set this organization up for. From the Times article, The crisis has escalated a State Department initiative to use a new boom in American natural gas supplies as a lever against Russia which supplies 60% of Ukraine's natural gas and has a history of cutting off the supply during conflicts. This week, Gazprom, Russia's state-run natural gas company, said it would no longer provide gas at a discounted rate. The administration's strategy to move aggressively to deploy the advantages of its new resources to undercut Russian natural gas sales to Ukraine and Europe, weakens such moves by Mr. Putin in future years. Although Russia is still the world's biggest export of natural gas, the United States recently surpassed it to become the world's largest natural gas producer, largely because of fracking, obviously. Um... For Russia, energy supplies are as important. Well, so they go into the pipeline thing here. David Dalton, editor of the Economist Intelligence Unit, says, Russia has always used gas as an instrument of influence. The more you owe Gazprom, the more they think that you can turn the screws. Now, this time, there's a major difference, according to the Times. As recently as 2007, American natural gas supplies were believed to be dwindling. blah, blah, blah. We know it's much more. They are setting up now, and, and in this year of action, John, I'm going to put in the Red Book the following. Since the president came out today with his executive order, which essentially is, if you're Russian and we don't like how you smell, we're taking away your money, we're not letting you travel in or out of the country, that's essentially what the EO says. And I predict in this year of action, he's going to take his pen and he's going to create an executive order that allows for emergency exports of gas to Europe because of the Ukrainian crisis. And I think that has always been one of the end games for the neocons running this thing. And of course, war is great too. We can get the NATO stuff in there because we need to sell more stuff.
0: There's a couple of things that are uh, variables here. I want to mention one is the American petrochemical companies do not like any of this.
1: Well, Dow chemical and uh, DuPont they like the very, very cheap gas to make their products. I totally agree.
0: And but- they don't. And they know if gas starts finding new markets for this cheap gas, natural gas is extremely inexpensive. Yes, this cheap gas that they make plastic from. Plastics are largely made from gas, and all these other crazy things that Dupont would, and Dow would make. They don't like the idea of double having to pay twice as much for their natural uh, the, the, the raw materials, and they're mm-hmm. they're. And they have lots of lobbyists, and they're the ones that are pushing back on a lot of this to keep it from happening. So we have to keep that in mind. However, I have another thing. I got a report from the economic hitman who's back from Africa. Ah, good, good, good. And he, his, his uh, friend is a uh, we don't know, and he doesn't say. But she's an agent for that little uh, defense uh, the State Department, State Department's intelligence agency. Mm-hmm. And she apparently, from what I can uh, ascertain. Uh, Besides working 18 hours a day over something that has to do with Ukraine, uh, there's missing pieces of information that we don't know about. But this is the little thing that got my attention. She admitted that no one in the intelligence world, and she, which she's part of, every and this I, I, this is really stopped me in my tracks because this makes no sense to me since I believe the two of us knew this. She admitted that no one in the intelligence world ever imagined that Putin would be crazy enough to annex Crimea. They are now preparing for the congressional hearings, which are about to take place, to determine how the USA, a.k.a. Obama, misread how Putin was going to react to the crisis in Ukraine. Hmm. I find that peculiar.
1: Well, it sounds to me like the State Department is handing out a script for everyone to go scurry after. She she must know what the real deal is. And anything to make Obama look stupid and put and and checkmate him, put him off to the side to 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 cripple him is great well,
0: now with the latest with your thesis, which I'm not adverse to, which is that Kerry was actually the wrong guy to put in there because he brought with him his neocon buddies mm-hmm. who are, you know, neoliberals, neocons, the same thing. It was this group of people that are all. These
1: uh, are the people who got us into Iraq. The same these are the people. people that
0: want a one-world government. They. This is Clinton,
1: Clinton and and Bush,
0: Clinton, W. Bush. All it's these all the guys. Same guys. Yeah. Bill Hillary. It's the, the
1: same group. freaking people.
0: And the only difference is that Clinton they is they the new... only one that wasn't in the skull and bones. Right. But yeah, no. These are the same creeps, and and I think Obama's. I don't know what's going on with him to be so flat-footed. I mean, if you want to play something interesting, well,
1: let me just let me just read th- one more passage here from this. Uh,
0: yeah, play f- finish that. Uh, the
1: Energy Department has started to issue permits to American companies to export natural gas starting in 2015. So they may have to move that up a little bit. It's it's essentially we have a, terminals. There's 21 applications to build port facilities, uh, uh, the, the Gulf Coast, really, Texas, Louisiana. Um, they really just have to reverse the valve. You know, it's just instead of bringing it in, we just turn it around and push it back out. Um, reverse the valve. Yeah, well, that's that's what Cut it's that called. Cut that old valve off, Bill. That's right. Reverse it. Um, and use it's, the Heliarch to put the new one on. And it's it's all of our it's all of our friends. It's Chevron. It's Exxon. It's Total. It's um, uh, uh, Shell. It's a very good article, and then I and I think that. That seems like the obvious one. This is uh, the uh, the only things that are ever fought over are turf and resources and hookers. I don't think there's any anything else worth fighting for.
0: Well, and you've got uh, all three. <laughs> yeah, in Ukraine.
1: The Ukraine. Holy! Man. Lots of hookers. There's a lot of land. Uh, someone sent me a video. It's
0: useless. I mean, there's poor people. <laughs> one of the things our are our, our Vitali said in his note was that the Russians don't want ukraine no. as a no it's
1: it,
4: it's annoying it's a, it's a burden
1: it's a <laughs>
0: people are poor there
1: it's, yeah they don't know they don't i would just like to finish up my part and then we we need to thank some people as well um i want i just want you to listen to the the final bits of this ashton call and then just For so you can hear did you hear this whole call or not Did you hear this yeah thing? i did but
5: play yeah. it, what exactly happened so that there is now stronger and stronger understanding that behind snipers they were it was not Yanukovych but it was somebody from the new coalition.
7: I think we do want to investigate. I mean, I didn't, I didn't pick that up. It's interesting.
1: Gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Gosh. Oh gosh. 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 I think we do want to investigate. Oh, shot, eh? oh, oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. And and uh, there's uh, also in the show notes this video of the prime minister. This, uh, this what's his name? Yats. Uh, who who went to meet um, uh, Barroso, Haiku Herman, and No Chin Monster... Who has the worst outfit. It looks like she's wearing one of those yellow uh, rain jackets that your mom used to dress you up in as a kid. She
0: misses Clinton.
1: (laughs) Yeah, big time. And he walks in. He's got his skinny suit on with his skinny pants. And he's he's a Mr. Mr. Man walking in. eh? And he kisses her three times. Kisses the no-chin monster three times. Because, of course, they're good buddies. It's disgusting to see this play out. <laughs> no ch- and here and here's Ashton. No chin, no,
4: chin, monster. <laughs> no chin.
1: It's like her chin's been chopped off. Here is um uh, here is Ashton uh, talking about what she feels should be done.
7: But I've also said to them, if you simply barricade the buildings now and the mm. government doesn't function, we can't get money in because we need mm. we need a partner to mm. partner with.
5: Absolutely.
1: Listen to her. her ideas. I said
7: to the uh, you know the opposition leaders shortly to become government. You need to reach out to Maidan. You need to be you know engaging with them. You also need to get ordinary police officers back on the streets under a new sense of their role, so that people feel safe. I said to the part of the region's people, you have to go and lay flowers where the people died. You have to show <clears throat> that you understand
0: what you have what has <sighs> happened here.
1: That's our grand European solution. Go lay some flowers. And
0: that's what Carrie did.
1: Hey, by the way, I just got a text from Ms. Mickey. Uh, we have a strong gas smell coming from the outside of the house. I've called the gas company. They're on their way. Yeah? It's funny because I thought I smelled something weird uh, during the, the program. Yeah,
0: check your stove to see if it's like...
1: Uh... I'm sure she... Che- it's from outside the house.
0: Oh, it could be anything. You know, this
1: could is... could be a skunk. No, it's funny because we did have a skunk the other day.
0: That's what skunks smell like.
1: Ah, interesting. Or it's finally time.
4: <laughs> They're gonna
0: blow up the place.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens there well,
0: yes, Mr. Curry had a gas leak. Yeah, and, and the, the house whole house was blown it just, up. it, it, it
1: blew up. Two
0: houses with it.
1: I think Mickey. I know you're listening, darling. It, it may that may be skunk. She's never smelled skunk. We talked about that. We saw the skunk the other day.
0: Oh, if you saw a skunk, that's skunk.
1: I, th- I think you're. And if you
0: saw a skunk, you yeah, have a rabbit we, skunk in the area.
1: Yeah. You uh, should not.
0: It was during the day. Yes. Oh, yeah. no, bad. If the- you ever see a skunk during the day, this is my advice to people who don't know about oh, skunks. Hold on, hold
1: on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have official news from John C. Dvorak, Skunk Awareness Week.
0: Skunk Awareness Week. If you see a skunk out during the day, it's a nocturnal animal. You should realize he probably has, or she, has rabies. That will be the skunk. You said, of wait, the day. Wait, wait,
1: wait. say that again. Say, you sounded just like you were in the club.
0: Sounds like she <laughs> she should have rabies. On <laughs> the pole, Do not she's got rabies. This skunk.
1: <laughs> ah, you know Do not
0: what? Approach any skunk.
1: I think you're right. I I think it is a skunk. I think that's yeah, what the difference
0: is. is. that the uh, the aroma that is in uh, that they put in the
1: Natural, natural gas, gas
0: yeah. is hydrogen's a little I think it's a little I used to know what the chemicals were. They used they use specific chemicals, but they don't use any dichrotyl sulfate, mm. which is mm. what the the uh skunk is is ethylmercaptan, which that is what they use in natural gas, but it's also dicrotal sulfide or sulfate is ethyl? sulfide. Mm-hmm. And those that and that that second uh smell, which is smells also it could be maybe a little bit Butylmer, Captain. It has that rubbery scent.
1: So uh, the uh, you don't
0: get the rubbery scent in natural gas.
1: We had our guy come by; he hadn't been by in, in months to blow up the leaves and you know, then tidy up the yard. Uh, Javier. By the way, every single Mexican that I've ever met in Austin, his name is Javier. Have
4: you yeah, ever noticed this? Code. Is
1: it's, it's <laughs> code I think there, there's one guy with one passport, and it says Javier. And and so and Javier he says uh, uh, before he leaves just so you know I, there's a skunk by the garage and I and this was uh, two days ago maybe it was was it Saturday no, two or three days ago and I go outside and lo and behold right in Mickey's uh, little uh, she has a little studio thing is next to the garage and this is all this stuff is falling down it's not it's, it's not a studio it's a wooden shack where you wouldn't even go smoke cigarettes with your buddies as a kid and there it is and I see the, and, and it's uh, it's just before um, it must have been four in the afternoon so the sun was still up or was still light out and the skunks walk and I call her I said Mickey look here's the skunk She's, oh it's so beautiful it's a be- beautiful animal and he goes down underneath the, her shed or whatever and that's the last that we saw it. but I, I think you're right there's a skunk that's what it is that's what I was smelling too maybe he got hit by a car maybe he's dead somewhere that could also be happening
0: yeah and then they stink for
1: oh, days for days months yeah, well. Yeah. All right, so, uh,
0: That's solved. Another problem solved by the team from No Agenda.
1: Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mickey's a, a, Yeah, okay. These guys are going to show up. And they're going like, to laugh. Ma'am, you got a skunk. <laughs> you got we're, a skunk in our neighborhood. And we're not talking you, about don't your, your you. Don't you know what a skunk is? We're not talking about your husband. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what, John? Let's let's just take a moment here. Uh, this has been such a dynamic conversation. I think we've played 30 clips in quick succession. I need to thank you for your courage and. I
0: need to thank you for your courage.
1: And th- and and in the morning to you, John uh, C. DeVore. In the morning yes. to you,
0: Adam Curry. In the morning to all ships and sea boots on the ground, feeding the air subs in the water, and all the dames and knights out there. Woohoo! We do have some people to thank. Uh, we have two executive producers and two associate executive producers. The weeks are getting slower. Uh, as we approach show 600, maybe everyone's saving up. Pierre Menegra. I'm getting, or man, man,
1: manegre. Manegre. Ah, it would be French. Manege, man, 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 it
0: doesn't make any difference. That's not as, he calls himself Raymond Rojo. So let's
1: there forget name. Really Raymond big, Rojo. Oops.
0: $400. <laughs> uh, somewhere I heard pink sing somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow <laughs> at the is. Oscars. My there MK is. ultra programming compelled me to donate $322 <laughs> and 23 cents. It worked. The best podcast to the best podcast in the universe. Oh, however, my OCD hates this so I'm throwing in a sack of sevens to round it out Woo-hoo. came in with $400 came up with the great work and I get a shut up slave LGY karma for all the Winnipeggers out there who have had to endure the coldest winter since 1939 the cap and trade is working
1: out great
4: Yay! shut up slave
1: you've got karma awesome thank you so much that's very kind Isn't that
0: Sir Raymond Rojo I think he's been knighted.
1: That feels right. Yeah, people, please add that to your notes. For so many reasons, it's hard for us to track that. And we want to address you properly. We really do.
0: That's what I'd say. Uh, Isaac Chase, $333.33, sends a number of notes, and I got into a debate with him, actually.
1: About his notes? Uh,
0: No, I got a debate because he had this kind of a very weak theory about the three what the three Oh three.
1: yes. And and I followed that debate and then I sent him a private note and I said, Huh, Buzzkill pissing on your parade. <laughs> and then he went arguing. and you didn't protect
0: me. <laughs> protect. No. Thank you for your courage. This long-ass note accompanies my first executive producer donation. I have three reasons for the three, 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 three. First, I want to call three lovely ladies at the stage. So he's cheating,
4: uh, yeah. but he will put well. them on
0: the list for the next time we open the club. Oh, by the way, the club can't be. It, I, I I knew this was going to
1: happen. Don't tell me the inspectors came.
0: Yep, oh. the inspectors came. They they the dunk tank is gone, unless we re, we have to re. Uh, what do you call
1: when you have? to... I have an idea. Yeah. Why don't we? Say it's a baptism tank in Texas. <laughs> yeah,
0: unfortunately, the place is in Florida.
1: Oh, oh okay.
0: Oh. Um, well, Florida might work. I don't know. Whatever the case, is, we have to reinforce the surrounding beams or some oh, damn thing. Uh, we're uh, dead getting bids. We have to get we're an
1: getting architect getting, in for that, or do we, we? Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, oh, how annoying!
0: Yeah, mm. But also, you know, we may just take the dunk tank out. And, but there's also some other issues with stage five. Oh, apparently it was put in poorly. <laughs> anyway okay uh, so he talks about uh he used to work for the colorado and i'll skip his argument about three he used to work for the colorado <laughs> state government it was a job loaded with bullshit served hot and fresh daily by our benevolent overlords when governor hickenlooper he says any time you use a, a series of threes three means bullshit and i told him it's, it's this is not an explanation for anything uh, he, the third reason for the 33-3 donation is to thank you for your value-for-value value model. My business partner and I have been using it with great success in our firearms training endeavor. We offer all of our training for free over the whole state of Colorado to whomever wants it. And by the way, if you don't know how – you, if you want to shoot a gun or if you're going to play with
1: – Take some training. The training is not a big deal. Wait a minute. So he – what's this? He gives the training and concealed carry uh, uh, training for free?
0: free firearms training, and free concealed carry classes.
1: Huh. Uh, so, well, that's, what, that's all you need. He just signs up
0: At www.gunsforeveryone.com.
1: Oh, and, and so, he does value for value, and then you pay whatever you feel yeah, is worth? Yeah, you
0: pay what you think. That th- you take the course. That. You get your free. You get your lessons. You shoot a gun. And then I you feel it. comfortable around weapons, and then you uh, decide to give him whatever you think he deserves. Huh. And that's working out? Apparently. He says it is. says he's thanking love us for a model. Nice.
1: Someone sent me a note that.
0: By the way, he he does need a lone wolf two to the head
1: little kid milf. Uh, lone oh little kid, uh, with the, hot with hot the karma people. with the car. Oh, you want hot milf baby?
0: He wants a lone wolf two to the head little milf. Yeah, that's oh. one hot milf.
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that one. And with uh with the karma. Okay.
7: That's one hot milf baby. You've got.
1: Karma. I like that. That's cool. That's a great idea. You know what? I'd do that here. Uh, I'd I'd love the whole idea. He probably makes more money than whatever competitive rate he has to charge for other people doing that.
0: Well, for one, I I think here's the reason for that. If you're going to use this model because it's free, this is the old come on. It's free. Mm -hmm. And you, you probably doubled your clientele right off the bat. Because people are going to get put off by whatever the fee is, because you think right. it's too expensive. You right. don't know what the, you right. don't even know what this course is about until you take it. Then, you, but if you take the course free, and then you say, "Wow, this was valuable," and it is valuable to take these Hell courses yeah. if you're going to have firearms Hell or you yeah. have anything to do with them. Yeah. And you go, "Wow, that was worth every penny." You know, and you give the guy, you know, whatever. What's and you probably ask him, "I would what did you what would people normally charge for this?" And you say, "Whatever it is," and you give him that money at least, or maybe more. So mm-hmm. well, I think it's worth this. Yeah. And and you feel bad if you don't give them money because it's like being in a church. It's not like our show. We can't guilt people by having the guy sitting next to you look at you, saying, "How come you're not
1: giving any money?" <laughs> hey, we can't do that. Look at the this plate. Show. This plate that I'm ha- See look, this plate I'm holding just, in
0: front of you. they supposed gonna... to have something on
1: it. I I love the bag on a stick better. <laughs> have you ever seen the bag on a stick?
0: <laughs> Catholics use
1: that <laughs> bag on the stick. Yeah, I mean, stick. Hey, hey! Look what they're poking that bag on a stick thing. Cool. And what's what's the URL again? Uh, gunsforeveryone dot com. Nice, good one.
0: So that's uh, and then we have two. I and there's no notes, and they came in as as bank checks from one of the payment services. Uh, David Killian from Clinton, Illinois, $208, which must mean something, but I have no email. And Susan Bell hmm. uh, from Clarksville, Maryland, $201.33. Are you which
4: sure, I think
0: has are something
1: sure there wasn't a note from Susan Bell?
0: I didn't see. I looked up Bell in my email. I
1: couldn't Hold find it. Let me Maybe she sent you something. Let me just check for a second. Do I see a no? And the other one, David Killian?
0: Yeah, K-I-L-L-I-A-N.
1: Hold on a second.
0: Gillian, it's me. A-I-L-L-I-A-N.
1: <laughs> uh, no, 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 no nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. So there are two ex- associate executive producers for show 597. That's all we got for this show, 597. I want to remind people we do have a show coming up on Sunday, uh, 598, which would be a couple away from show 600. And rem- Make sure to go to devorek.org slash na. And keep uh, the show on the road.
1: Yeah. And uh, thank you for those of you who probably took the newsletter to heart to uh, jump in at the last minute there and help us out. That is highly appreciated. We're running long today already, I can tell. So we will have a, uh, a thank you segment later on for our uh, donors above $50. Quick uh, PR mention. Uh, I want to say uh, com. they've got the 33 bags. Uh, you want an endorsement for, and by the way, we don't have nothing to do with this. Eric gives us something. Basically, Eric sends us an invoice every month, and then sometimes he gives a little bit back. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, he learned from the old man, I yeah. guess I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, figure, well, good. Mickey loves the 33 bags. She is, she said, oh, my God. She said, I'm not, not bullcrap. I love these bags. They're sturdy. They feel good. She uses them for all kinds of stuff. And oh, well,
0: if women like the 33 bag, then thank it can become a fashion statement. Thank you. That's exactly right. I think we're on to something.
1: Uh, in addition, Sir Ludark Babark Fudge Fountain has set up uh, something very cool. He is doing... Uh, he set up a... and You can get this code from GitHub. He has a No Agenda Summary page... Uh, which is text only. You can go to the page and you get the summaries with time codes of what was on each individual show, which is really good to have to, for it to be indexed. You know, uh, but people can figure out what was in it's the show. Good for us to find stuff. Thank you. Um, and he has tools, tools uh, that you can uh, pull from GitHub. To I, I think it's uh, maybe I think it's Python. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, the URL is callcluny.org so if you click on org, you go to no agenda summary. So I'll go I'll take a look here. Uh oh, it also has a PDF of all show summaries. This it, it, it somehow works automatically. Um you gotta look at the tools. But if you look at our previous show, um, it has a nice, you know, it says here one hour, nine minutes American Red Cross month, Irish American Heritage Month, Women's History Month, which reminds me, John. Yeah. We have a few new things to look at for uh Ow! For this month, uh, it is, let me see, did we, uh, tw- we missed, we missed on the 28th of February, Read Across America Day, I can't believe we missed that, um, March 31st, coming up, coming up, coming up, it will be, oh no, it's for the whole month, I'm sorry, colorectal cancer month. Which is Ass Cancer. Why does
0: anyone want to celebrate
1: that? <laughs> Woo! Ass Cancer! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, and then my favorite, uh, it is, we are still in the middle of National Consumer Protection Week. Which I would like to call out as completely bogative. No. Uh, reading from his proclamation, we have taken action to prevent credit card companies from hiding fees in intentionally obscure text and giving families access to clear, comprehensive information on student loans. Okay. I would just like to say, from time to time, I try and see if I can get some credit. And I made a huge mistake a while back, and I haven't oh, yeah. I haven't brought this up. Yeah,
0: this I wanted you to bring this up.
1: Yeah, I told you privately, and then you said I should talk about it on the show. Because I'm embarrassed, you know, if you, I have a FICA score of. It's a
0: million. You don't need to talk about your FICA score. Just give us the facts about this scam.
1: Ah, uh, so I get one of these flyers in the mail and it says, you know, get the um, the Capital One. This is you know what uh, what all those black actors are. In all. your wallet? Yeah, that would be the one. So Alec Baldwin and the guy from.
0: Who uh, was fired from it, by the way.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so I like. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try it. And lo and behold, I, get, I I go to the website and I sign up and then they say, oh, you've been approved. And Whoa! I thought, yeah. Woohoo! I, I mean, I, I went to Mickey. I'm like, honey, I am credit worthy.
0: And by the way, before you continue.
1: Yeah, I'm still celebrating. Yeah.
0: <laughs> before you continue with the celebration, I want to remind people that the story you're about to hear would never be told on any normal news outlet ever, no. because because you, the listener and producer, are the ones who pay for this show. You get this story.
1: Yes, and, and they're huge advertisers.
0: They're huge advertisers. They've corrupted all media yeah. that this
1: particular story has not been told. It's no finished. different than GoDaddy or Carbonite or any they're of They're all the
0: same. Yeah. It's, beside the point. it's a corporate corruption, but go, just tell.
1: Um, so, Don't let
0: me interrupt you anymore.
1: So they say, congratulations! You you are worth three hundred dollars a month. I'm like, all right, this is good. Uh, would you like the, the the card to look like this or this? And I click on whatever. So you just make it look, you know, kind of classy. Uh, I think I actually black. I'm like, yeah, maybe if I put my thumb over the the Visa thing, they'll think it's an American black card. <laughs> um, so it shows up, and uh, and I didn't activate it right away. All you have to do to activate is just use it. And the next day, I get a bill. I get a statement. So I open it up, and it says, uh, congratulations, um, here is your first bill for $105 for the entire year and a, and uh, $15 for your customization fee. I'm like, what fee? There was no fee mentioned anywhere. And I'm, I'm pretty good at looking at things. I really looked through as much as I could, and I saw no fees. I saw, certainly didn't agree to any customization fee. And right there, it says, but... You know, you can start now with your twenty three point eight percent interest rate, ah. and uh, pay only twenty five dollars. So I mean, I pay it off immediately. I pay the whole thing off, and um, and pay I pay that. I refuse the card. I didn't know you gave them any money. Well, I'd, I I I'd, I'd already activated the card by using it. Where? Um, I paid for uh, our new um, uh, registration for Mickey's car. Uh, I know. So now 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 I'm hooked. Although I have to say, they sent me a new note. My credit line is now $400. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, that's right. I'm not I'm not kidding. And they send me another statement and I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I just got, you know, I'm now I'm traumatized because I don't have, I have to do any credit card bills ever because we use debit cards. So now I'm traumatized. I actually have a checkbook downstairs in the kitchen for when this thing comes in so I can sign it right away because I'm such a procrastinator. I know I'll get screwed. It'll be, I'll be owing thousands of dollars before you know it. And, That's and how it works. Yeah. But then they said they, they, and so there's the charge and they have a $2 like interest fee. How can I, how can that be? They get to charge interest. I thought the deal was if you pay it immediately, you ch- you have no interest charges. Isn't that how it's supposed to work?
0: Wow, they're gouging you from every left and right. Just cancel the card and, and send the whole thing to Consumer Protection I Services guarantee
1: you if I cancel this card, I'm going to get a $500 cancellation fee that I haven't seen. In fact, I, I might just do it just to prove the point. So presidential proclamation national consumer protection week blow me blow me obama and what's that what woman's name that that do shield knuckle biatch who's supposed to protect elizabeth us warren that one the fake american indian screw yeah, you american too american indian elizabeth warren screw, cherokee screw you too national consumer protection week you have done nothing and, and, you know, so and I, I
0: take it that you're not recommending Capital One.
1: What's in your wallet? Well, an old rubber. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I want in my wallet. Well, uh,
0: there's another fine anecdote in <laughs> the No Agenda show that will not be heard anywhere, anywhere else, else
1: ever. This is why we need your support through donations because we don't look pretty to advertisers. Delores. Dot org. And you can always go out and propagate our formula. Tell them that I sent you. What's in your wallet, huh? The formula? Our formula is this: we go out, we hit people in the mouth.
3: Shut up,
0: slave!
4: Shut up, slave! Willard!
1: (laughs) I'm going to collect all fourteen. Of what? Uh, of, of people yelling stuff. Willard Putin. <laughs> Willard. <laughs> Did you not hear it? Willard. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. So we could. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to get off of the. Uh, so, yeah, so, we, know, we can leave And I, I think we can just say safely say. Don't think there's gonna be any war happening. I don't think people are gonna be getting. Well, people may get killed for sure.
0: Oh yeah, by yeah. snipers. Yeah, so yeah sniper fire both sides. Yeah. 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 okay I got it. what what's today's what's today's bet yeah. I think we should go three good guys and four cops yeah. that's too many cops. the cops yeah. are getting pissed off they're getting shot in the head. yeah okay let's do two no let's do one cop and six guys six other guys just guys and a woman and a and a baby.
1: I forgot to tell you um after the oscars this is this is so disgusting here's the, I saw this article Celebrities came together. At Hollywood Domino, at a Holly, at the Hollywood Domino Pizza event, sponsored by Heineken and Jose Cuervo, to raise much-needed funds. This is after the Oscars. This is one of these after parties. Uh, and uh, before I tell you what the uh, what it was for, uh, rumor Willis, that's uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, whoever that is, uh, Kate Beckingsdale, Kevin Jonas, I guess, are the Jonas Brothers, Vanessa Hudgens, no idea who she is. Uh, some people I don't know, but Celebrities came together uh, for the Domino event sponsored by Heineken and Jose Cuervo to raise much-needed funds for artists for peace and justice to benefit Haiti and the rebuilding of of Port-au-Prince. Yes. And and so there's this artist for justice and peace, peace and justice, and they're raising money for Haiti.
0: These guys, here's what what What? they made my interpretation. These guys are so brain-dead, these these. Celebrities, celebrities yeah that they look and say hey what I, hey remember when we did that hating? yeah they took all the money really they took all the money well let's do that again and let's take the money ourselves
1: <laughs> well i don't know if they're going to take the money themselves <laughs>
0: <laughs> no let's take the money ourselves that's a great <laughs> idea this is, we can take the money we can take the money they took the money we can take the money
1: so so after billions of dollars live telethons all over the world now we have to have the Artists and for Peace and Justice for Haiti, which, of course, is a nonprofit organization that encourages peace and social justice and addresses issues of poverty around the world. Our immediate goal is to serve the poorest communities in Haiti with programs in education, health care, and dignity. Yeah, how about a toilet for them to poop in? We can take the money. And to listen to the people here, the advisory board. Ugh. Javier Barim. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, Jackson Brown Daniel Craig, Russell Crowe, Penelope Cruz, Clinton and Dinah Eastwood, Mark Evans, Jane Fonda, Doctor Henry Ford, Francis Underwood, Martha Rogers,
0: and it all ends up. Susan
1: Sarandon. Ah, it's just it's it's disgusting. I hear the gas guys. I see them walking outside. That's gonna be funny.
0: Gas guy, the skunk should come barreling out, turn around, and spray
1: him. The gas guy, he's walking. He's, Thanks
0: for calling. We'll be here really fast next time you call.
1: The gas guy's lumbering. <laughs> it, believe me, there's no one here in a hazmat suit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was blown away by the, the, the. In some ways, the idiocy, of course, but also, wow, man, these people really, really dare to do this. Jeez.
0: I'm glad you're upset about it. So I have a, a couple little, of things. Might be interesting. Oh, this is good news. Of course, everyone around, oh, it's not good news. Yeah? Yeah. California high-speed rail oh. is being blocked.
1: <laughs> Hold on a second. Where are your clips? Oh, you're in California. Uh, your clip's closed for some reason. That's not good. Come to California, everybody.
10: Opponents of California's high-speed rail project have scored a pair of victories in Sacramento tonight. First, a judge has ruled that a lawsuit can go forward. It's backed by a group of farmers who contend the current plan doesn't deliver on promises made to voters in 2008. Also today, the Secretary of State approved a petition drive for a November ballot initiative that would terminate the whole project and block the state from spending any more money on high-speed rail.
4: Wow.
0: Holy they're moly, spending tons of money still, but the this is like have you noticed that the just all we used to have trains good, planes bad and all the rest of Yeah. there's yeah. all this we it was a theme of the show for a good year. For a long year. time,
1: yeah. For sure. It's gone. Well, why? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I mean it, it, it we don't have enough stories about. It. I can play the jingle if it makes you feel good.
0: No, I don't want this,
1: the jingle. Uh, all right.
0: I just think something's changed.
1: Uh, well california is weird by itself here's a uh, news from los angeles
11: fans of e-cigarettes won't be able to inhale in public in los angeles anymore the L.A. City Council, that vote, Council voted Tuesday to ban them at bars, nightclubs, and restaurants. The move essentially treats e-cigarettes the same way as traditional tobacco products. New York City and Chicago also have similar bans in place. Supporters say the ban will protect impressionable kids. But opponents say the devices <laughs> help people kick traditional cigarettes.
1: I think if I still live in Los Angeles, I think I would just go to a restaurant and just put a vibrator in my mouth. You know one of those ones that twirls and has lights on it and stuff? <laughs> Just hold that out and just pretend to puff on it a little bit. I mean, what, what, this is ludicrous. There's been no, I mean, they've had some study, but certainly not years and years of study that this is detrimental to your health. No, that because you can't do it because kids might be influenced and want to smoke a real cigarette.
0: In a bar? What's <laughs> a kid doing in a bar? In a bar.
1: It does, that's, that is truly shut up, slave. You know, just listen to the joint, you know.
3: Do not
4: smoke, e cigarettes.
1: It's really weird. You know, maybe just go to, you know stick a tampon in your nose or something. I would really be doing that. And if they and if they start
3: banning that in Texas,
1: I'll do just that too.
3: Chew on, a, on an unlit cigar.
1: That's probably also illegal. Like, I I'm telling you, these people, it's nuts. And everyone's a whole with it. And of course, you know that the the real reason is the tobacco lobby has got to be behind this. Like, hey, 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 hey. We want people smoking the real deal. We don't want them getting any ideas here.
0: We can take a little break here for another episode of
1: Guess the Movie. Oh, and we still don't. Do we have? Do we ever get a jingle for that?
0: No. By the time we get a jingle, we'll stop doing it.
1: Okay. So this, but is, this is a movie
0: that they played recently, and I recorded it on the DVR because I haven't seen it for years. It's impossible to watch in one setting, but it's one of the greatest movies ever made, uh, in my opinion. And here is a little clip from it. See if you can guess it.
7: Tells me you're a very nice fellow. What do you do? Oh, oh, I'm on vacation. What did you do? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I work at LaPel's factory. I'm a printer.
8: And Henry's very clever
7: at printing. Yes, he
1: sounds very clever. Uh, I happen to know this one because uh, it's old enough for me to remember. This is, of course, Blazing Saddles. (laughs) No. No? Oh, I was so sure I was right. Uh, How about uh, Citizen Kane? (laughs) No? No. No. I really don't know. I hear this is
0: the classic, and I recommend it to everyone, all the listeners, all the producers, and all the men and women in the on the ships on the ground and boots in the air. Um, Eraserhead, oh. David Lynch's classic. Oh,
1: wow! I don't remember the donkey. No,
0: that was the girl uh, who just has a, apparently just has fits randomly, having a fit. Oh, and then she's cured from her fit when her mother brushes her
1: hair. This has been so long that I saw Eraserhead. Hellraiser or it was Eraserhead? Head. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen David Eraserhead. Lynch. But never, I don't think I've seen it. You would enjoy it. I'm immensely. sure I would. I'm sure I would. If I, I, there's so you many, and Mickey both. There's so many movies I want to see.
0: Oh no! I'm telling you right now. Mm. You and Mickey should sit down, Eraserhead, some Friday night, yeah. and just have a good time watching Head.
1: Speaking of movies. I was talking to someone who, uh, Ed, without you saying it, because this person has to remain anonymous, uh, someone who you know is close to like super elites, like uh, Tom Cruise in the movie business, but also PR people at like Goldman Sachs, and you know, so I get around. I had dinner with them. Uh, what is today? I had dinner with him. It's mon- Thursday. N- Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. And I really don't like going out at all. I don't want, like, but you know, on Monday night. Here is the rumor from the elites, <laughs> and and, and I, you know, we we have a lot of rumors about the president.
0: Rumors from the elites.
1: <laughs> <laughs> rumors from the elites. Apparently, so we all know that you know the uh, what's his face uh, Murdoch's um, ex wife that she was banging Tony Blair. We know that, right? We got that one out. We had that one early. rumor is. Our president really is, whenever possible, whenever he's on a, on the road, a European thing or a G seven or anything like that, that he's banging Hella Thoring Schmidt. The, uh, no. the yeah, 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 I said that's what I said. Now I said no, 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 really, he's banging her, the selfie woman from uh, the Mandela, yeah, the, 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 the Danish Mandela uh, woman, yes, blonde, yep.
0: You know, that's, it, it makes, in
1: context. Occam's razor, it's simple, right? You think, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you see them? They're
0: looking like two buddies. Yeah. And you got the glowering wife that's <laughs> giving them the eye. <laughs> yeah. Knowing what's going on, but not being able to do much about it or mm-hmm. can't prove it or mm-hmm. whatever. She mm-hmm. probably has the Secret Service guys
1: already told her. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's what the, the National Enquirer said, that she found out through the Secret Service guys. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just the rumor. You heard it here first. I, you don't have to put it in the red book because we really don't care.
0: No, this is a, this is a real news. We don't care. Yeah,
1: But huh. along with the elites, how does it work when um, – wasn't Bill Gates – wasn't he busy spending his entire fortune? Wasn't that the whole idea that he and um, Warren Buffett – Oh, these yeah, other, right,
0: with the Gates Foundation. Yeah, but, he's going to be a philanthropist. He was
1: going to spend all his but money. But now he's
0: putting it in profit-making operations. Yes. Is that what you're gonna is that where you headed?
1: Well yes, here he is. He has reclaimed the title as the world's richest man. Yeah. Well how, how does, that does that work? work? <laughs> how
0: does that work when I thought you're trying was, to spend your money?
1: I thought he was giving it all away. I don't understand. It, it's very confusing to me.
0: He's not giving it away. It's just
1: bullcrap. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. It's bullcrap. Well, the bullcrap that he's involved in is is very uh he
0: oh, you know, has a piece of Corrective Corporation of America now, right?
1: Yeah, but the whole the Common Core thing is what really bothers me. Yeah, sure.
0: Where two plus three is approximately four
6: in the Common Core.
1: <laughs> and I nice. think, yeah, I know. I think I found another Common Core piece of the puzzle with this really weird. Now we've been talking about uh, the um, my brother's keeper. The Becoming a Man, the Match uh, Syndicate of, uh, um, uh, of uh, what do you call those, uh, Charter Schools. The Charter School thing is on a tear, and everybody's all in on it. And Robert Redford is producing a series on CNN, a reality series, about Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel, which is i mean it, it it's it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit you know the, shameless yeah and and i'll play the promo that uh, see i think it starts and not, you see it on buses it's being promoted everywhere which means there's more money behind it than just cnn all right cnn has money but cnn is failing uh they they you know uh, they really have a huge problem so this is money being funneled in specifically to promote this which is an agenda? And if you listen to the promo, to me, it sounds all that it's all about charter schools. From
3: executive producer Robert Redford. We're all accountable to the children of the city of Chicago.
6: you take your ass off our
7: school.
3: I worry about
4: my kids. They could all fall apart.
0: The people of
4: Chicago are going to
0: stand up and say, see you later, see you later. I'll
3: it.
0: We are not going down without a fight.
3: Chicago Land, a new CNN original series, premieres March
1: sixth. Chicago Land, presented oh, by Allstate. Allstate, there you go. It's tonight. And that's some native advertising for you. Allstate, there you go. So Allstate has bought into this hook, line, and sinker, and it's all about school kids. So,
0: this so let let me get this straight. So CNN, which is failing, has been a lot of stories in the media about. They're not even being as getting the numbers of MSNBC, which are about one-fourth the numbers of Fox. Mm-hmm. And they're just oh, doing yeah. terribly, and they had to fire Douche Morgan, and they're going to <laughs> rethinking everything. So they've decided to take the A&E, AMC, the HBO route, and do
1: dramas? I, yeah, I guess so.
0: Well, it's probably better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, th- that's going to get him higher ratings, but yeah, you know, it kind of messes up when you're trying to, you know, uh, send pooper to uh, Crimea. Uh, just that a- apparently ratings are terrible. Oh no, he's 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 on his way out too. I'm just looking at all state common core. You got to think these guys are in on this. Anyway, so that whole thing, we know Rahm Emanuel, he's closing schools in Chicago public schools and opening up charter schools. And charter schools are all on board with CCSS, the Common Core State Standards, and your children are being assimilated, literally, in front of your very eyes. They're being, whoop, just washed up into this thing. And people are so uninvolved with their kids, they don't, I don't understand that homework, it's too complicated. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um...
0: Well, the other thing that's interesting is they're gonna—they're trying to shift, and they would never go with the voucher program, which I always thought was a decent—I didn't like it at first when I first heard it years ago when I was a kid because I was a Democrat, and anything was came from the Republican side was bad, just bad. It was bad, <laughs> even the Republicans,
1: e- even in up. your day.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, its always been. It's amazing. So anyway. Uh, but it seems like a logical way to go because you have all these different schools and you, the, the money is collected and you t- take it to give, spend it anywhere you want. And it becomes com- really competitive instead of kind of run by the state like it is now. So these charter schools are coming. They're kind of quasi. They make money somehow. And they take the <laughs> yeah. they steal state money. Yeah, no, and they, they,
1: they, they, they take the state money. They pay their teachers. You know, they, they, they know how to run the operation. There's no union They're running a commercial operation. They know yeah, how to run a commercial. They operation. know how to do it.
0: But the thing is they got to have to make the th- numbers look right. And the way the reason charter schools work, and I think you could find this backed up by some documentation, is they take the cream of the crop kids right. out of the regular schools. I mean, this yeah. is the way it's been going. This is how they got their reputation. You take a school that's got a bunch of dumb kids and maybe two smart kids. You figure out who the two smart kids is if you're lucky. But generally speaking, the teachers can figure it out. So they got a couple of the smart kids. They pull them out. And then the charter schools get them. And the charter schools get them from all the different schools. And all the other schools' averages go down because they took the smart kids out. And the charter schools go up. And everyone says, charter schools work.
1: That's right. And then the the, the colleges will start putting their endowments into those charter schools. Because they work. And if you look at uh, Louisiana, New Orleans specifically, the Ninth Ward, everything, all those schools that got wiped out by Katrina all replaced with charter schools. You talk to people down there that you know, the the charters. They talked about the you know the best economic uh, boon ever, thanks to Katrina. Like Katrina was the best thing that could ever happen to these people, to the come to the uh, charter school people.
0: So they should have two courses to study. They should just close down all the non-charter schools, and then like college prep, which is all the charter school kids. They should have prison prep. Yes. And they should just put the kids into a. <laughs>
1: that's where you're headed.
0: A prison because they're going to go straight to. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Corrections Corporation of America, partly owned by Bill Gates and the uh, Melissa Gates Foundation. Actually. And,
1: and the really, these, these people, you know, they're getting the experience. They, they, they know how to run schools because they invest in the Corrections Corporation of America. They know how to run this thing.
0: Yeah, so you have this these call these prison prep schools and then you put the kids in there prison. and you show them how to stand in line to get food and how to bang on the on the bars and how to use a, how to drink from a tin cup.
1: And wait, all how how to, how to write a book on a grain of rice. How to make a shiv. <laughs> wait a minute. What do you call it? Prison prep schools? Is that prison what you call prep. It? Is it just called prison prep What do you want to yeah, call it Yeah, just cool? like college prep. Prison.
0: Because they're obviously going straight to prison because they, they've already been pushed aside for the other kids and they might as well just get them ready. Well, mom, uh, I don't want to go to prison. Shut up.
1: You learn how to do tattoos. Yeah. Hey, pr- the, yeah. prisonprep.com is already taken. Well, screw <laughs> that. Can't, maybe we should do prisonprepschools.com. Don't you think that would be at least worth something?
0: might be because it's mm. going to happen.
1: Uh, or, or How
0: to get your kid ready for prison prep?
1: Pre pre prison prep.
0: Yeah, you have to have the early the head start. Let me just see who, who head start all. for losers.
1: <laughs> prisonprep.com. Who is using prisonprep.com? Oh, here it is. Prisonprep.com, the leading prison prep site on the net. Well, hello. What? Oh.
0: What is prison prep for? What?
1: Uh, is it, okay. Click how here to buy prison. prison. No, 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 no. It's a parking page, but it's a good parking page. It has a little, little, little uh, justice hammer there. Interesting. You can buy it. Yeah, screw that. I'm not going to buy that from no, you. No, we're not buying anything. <clears> we're like not that. buying anything. Well, prison prep. What else? <laughs> I like that. I like <laughs> learn how to b- and also learn how to bang your utensils on the yeah. on the bang, bench. Bang bang. <laughs> have to
0: call the prison guards screw hey screw
1: everyone gets to wear a name tag named bubba
0: you get a lot of, you a lot of and you get Hot. to wear a prison outfit which is gosh fun you, you get a number and you get to uh, pick up litter
1: <laughs> with there's, a,
0: somebody, you, there's a lot to do
1: with a blunt stick yeah <laughs> that's great and that's
0: where the, the charter schools are headed And let's just get out the middle, man, and just close the other schools. Put
1: them straight through. Yeah, put them straight through. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I think so. I I wonder if
0: uh, Redford would cover anything like that.
1: Oh, please. I I don't even know why he's doing it. That seems so weird. Well, Ari Emanuel is, uh, of course, funding the whole thing. His brother. Oh, Ari from uh, Super Agent Ari, yeah. I was looking at the Healthy Surprise box. Did you
0: Yeah, this last box was just like all chocolate. I think the the the, the vegans vegans have given up.
1: Well, there's two things. No, Not no, I actually
0: eating anything but kale and chocolate.
1: Well, so no, no, I found something new and then I found some other things, but I really was digging the garlic herb slow roasted pumpkin seeds. I don't think I had those. Very nice. Now, then the, from the chocolate box. I got to put my glasses up here. Um uh, this was the Righteously Raw Maca bar. And I was eating it, and it tasted really good until I read the description. Our chocolate contains only the highest quality raw organic ingredients. We then pair it with nature's most dynamic superfoods to create an unsurpassed gourmet experience. Really? Nature's most dynamic superfoods? I don't know
0: what a dynamic superfood is.
1: It's interesting that apparently in the Netherlands, I didn't know this, the superfoods thing had already caught on. Now we've been tracking this as kale will be a superfood. Um, apparently, uh, cocoa, palm sugar, uh, quinoa, goji beads, whatever, uh, hemp, uh, kale. This was, everyone was all in. I've, I think we've talked about how the Dutch are weird on the, the, the biological stuff. Oh yes, I buy biological. Everything's biological, but they've bought yeah, it's, it into some it's
0: biological. Some yes,
1: yeah, some branding. And and now um apparently I don't know why this happened, but some government institution said, "Hey, hey, hey superfoods are bullcrap. crap." And and the, and the papers are full of it. Oh, superfoods is a hoax. It's not true. It's just marketing. Wow. Oh, hold on. A second. What was it, darling? Was it was it a skunk? Not a skunk? Oh, Hold on a second. But we have no gas? Nope, we're all clear. It's all good. Why isn't it a skunk? Oh, we didn't see a skunk. Did it smell smell like a skunk? Do I smell like a skunk? Thank you, love. All right, we're all clear. We're not going to blow up. Likely story. All right. You get droned. Well, that's, yeah, that's the cover. Well, we went to check and we couldn't find any leak, but I guess we missed it. Anyway, so the superfood thing is blowing up in uh, in Gitmo Nation lowlands. Everyone's just amazed that this turns out to be a marketing ploy, and it, w- it wasn't true. Huh. Yeah.
0: Well, I've got a four-clip uh, theme here, a package.
1: A package?
0: I've noticed, I wanted to point this out. It's not a package because I didn't produce it. But I want to point this out, the way, because we got into some global warming issues here and there once in a while. Yeah, I and saw they, this you story. And they're trying to deal with this polar vortex freezing out the East Coast and all the rest. And the coldest winter, we just had one of our producers say it was the coldest winter in Winnipeg.
1: Now, since 1939.
0: So, I really, you know, this is really, we are just, we, we have no chance of ever winning this battle. Until they, until the other side decides just to stop doing this, because the subtle propaganda,
1: of global ends. warming, you mean of the climate change thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we have no chance, zero chance.
0: And just you can hear it in all these. They take any story, of course. I'm just waiting for them. They're, they're working on this thing with the starfish. You know, these starfish that are killing themselves. They, yes. uh, you just, you just wait for them to come up with global warming as the reason. Yeah. They just haven't been able to do it yeah. because the damn starfish are doing this everywhere. Yeah. But. Let's listen to the Global Warming Blitz and how it's just very subtle. They don't even, they don't even make a big deal out of it. And they don't condemn those who are skeptical or denialists and all the rest of it. Uh, with number one, which would be bugs in the south. By the way, this is a non-sequitur story because it makes no sense.
3: Well, there is an upside to the extreme cold weather that many parts of the country had this year. It is decimating the population of destructive insects that caused more than $2 billion in losses. The adelgid feeds off hemlock forests in the east, gypsy moths, and ash borers also kill millions of trees, and all of them are dying off in large numbers because of the cold. There is one downside, too, to all of this, the weather that may be causing the extreme Cold is also making winters warmer, and that's letting <laughs> these insects live farther north, making what? more of the United States
6: vulnerable to destruction.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, we have noticed this, of course, being in the south. None of our bugs here have been surviving this extreme cold weather. And, uh, God, I, people like my, my Underwood. and uh, And we're happy because we have no mosquitoes. Good. Move up north. This is a plus for us.
0: Okay, so then we go on to clip number two, which is, this is Diane Sawyer, and this is the clip that, got, that every local station played. This is ABC, and all these clips are from ABC, because ABC is all in on this stuff, and she's a little more bold about it, about, this is the amoeba that was discovered in <laughs> Russia.
1: Oh, this is the 30,000-year-old virus. <laughs> Didn't we, but this permafrost thing, this, this is, is that the permafrost or Diane yeah, Sawyer? Which yeah. one am I playing? Which one am I playing? Diane Sawyer? I,
0: uh, Diane Sawyer. Uh, but uh, the just as Diane
4: Sawyer uh.
7: and now word of a Jurassic virus locked inside a block of ice in, <laughs> in Siberia for 13,000 years. Tonight, it has roared <laughs> back to life after researchers let it thaw. It is lethal if you're an amoeba, but scientists do not believe it's a danger to humans, though. They warn today that global warming could revive other dangerous ancient diseases lurking out there in the Siberian ice.
1: Get Diane on the phone right now and give her something to drink. The woman sounds parched.
0: <laughs> so, because global warming is going to kill us this way. Because, because global warming is fun, going you know, to kill us. They dug us. up some ice cores and found this thing. It wasn't like it was melting. But anyway, So, but the local version of the story makes it sound as though this is happening in real time. Ah, and okay. that's the one permafrost local coverage.
10: Well, from insects to viruses, the biggest virus ever discovered is awake and infectious. After a 30,000-year nap deep in Siberia's permafrost, now, the virus only <laughs> infects amoebas, but the researchers who uncovered it are worried that other ancient viruses are locked into the permafrost and could be unleashed as it thaws. That's
1: right. Global warming. It's thawing. It's, well, it's global warming, of course. Hello. See, Hello. That's the, the subtext is yes. the global warming. I, I this
0: yes. the local report was actually slicker than Diane actually coming out and saying global warming.
1: Well, I I like the I'm glad you got a clip of it because I tried to find one and couldn't of the uh, the native advertising abusing global warming.
0: Well, are you talking about the Chipotle clip? That
1: would be the one.
0: Okay, now this one here <laughs> is the topper.
1: This is this so is good. A global
0: warming native. This is a triple play. Global warming
1: think ta- Obama bought think tank.
0: The whole thing. Well, this was a, this was a report that the company itself brought out, but this is so
1: ludicrous
0: that, that it's like. Uh, This is not a kind of a warning. No, no, this is not a warning that the stock people want to listen to. It's bullshit. Let's play.
10: Well, the Chipotle restaurant chain is warning its investors about the risks of global warming. In its annual report, the company says climate change might eventually affect the availability of key ingredients such as avocados. It cited a Livermore National Lab prediction that hotter temperatures will cause a 40% drop in California's avocado production over the next three decades. The company says that issue could eventually drop. Drive up prices and force it to take items such as guacamole off the menu. Oh, no.
0: In 30 years, guacamole will not. Be, does anyone think Chipotle's going to be
1: in business T- in 30 talk years? Talk about your forward-looking statements.
0: <laughs> 30
1: years? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they sent to their investors. In 30 years, we may have to take. I mean, come on. This is like uh, Tom Collins over there at Apple. Tim Collins, Tom Cook, Steve. Whatever. Steve. Yeah, Steve Cook. Kale. Steve Cook. Steve Kale. <laughs> this is my new guy, Steve Kale over there at Apple, saying, "If you don't believe in climate change, take your money elsewhere." Really? What's that all about? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, and I saw uh, at Jason, Jason Calacanis, yeah. who, who doesn't know him, and right. he he tweeted, "That's leadership." <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I haven't seen leadership like that maybe, since the Democratic Convention of '49. What?
0: Maybe Jason was being sarcastic.
1: No, no, no. He's all in. Oh come on! If he can blow Steve Kale, he'll blow him. Jason's nuts that way. But I, he's swarmy. That's what Jason does. That's true. Hey, can I? Uh, you have more of this? I like the uh, that's, a nice. That's blitz. my global warming report. No, I like it. I like it. Very good. Yeah, it's funny because that's exactly the story that I skipped. Like, oh, but of course you did the work. Great. This is how it comes together. I love that. Let's, um, uh, we, we want, I want to do the donation segment. Um, and since we're on this native advertising, which is something we just do not participate in, um, the Huffington Post has done a couple of these, um, headline, Taco Bell's new breakfast menu will unleash the waffle taco on America. (laughs) Cha ching <laughs> That's news. Or Ben and Jerry nails it with new core ice cream flavors.
0: We should just do the Honeymoon <laughs> Post report because they're all in on That's this. That's all they do. That's all
1: they do. And you know, and,
0: and there's And a- By the way, oh by the way, when they did the uh when they did the uh article on the Oscars they refuse. They don't. Won't use the term native a- advertising. They just. They every, all this is product placement.
1: Oh yeah, they won't say native advertising. Of course yeah. not. No, of course not. One of our producers just. Uh, he, he said that uh, his firm, a very prestigious Chicago advertising firm. This is where the headquarters are. Most of the guys And by the way, the uh, this was also Chicago. The Samsung thing It was. Uh, what are those guys? The the hip and happening guys. I don't know. Ah, of- ah, 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 well, yeah, you know, uh, Com media vest. MediaVest, that's the guys. But there's another uh, Chicago, prestigious Chicago firm who is they. they the whole company is all about native advertising now. That's all that they're pitching to their clients, and it's the and it's great because the biggest problem we had in advertising. I was in advertising for quite a substantial part of my life. Even when I wasn't in advertising, I was still a part of advertising. Um, at a certain point. They had the split. Or what happened in the industry is the creative split off from the media buy. So whenever you see, if you ever read Advertising Age, you should just go to it for for a lark. They'll talk about the budget, and the budget is always the media buy. And the way it works is you get a twenty, you know, let's say twenty million dollar budget for the media buy, and the agency has a fee, and that is typically ten percent, sometimes fifteen. Ten percent of that budget. So
0: that was mostly fifteen.
1: But go on. I think it it got lowered. That could be. And the creative would have to come out of that money, right? And so, but you know, of course, it's it's, not enough money. No, and there's all kinds of palms you got to grease down the line because the media buyer for the company, you know, they're going to want sex and hookers and all kinds of stuff. And we've talked about those kids these days. Yeah, and, you know, they're
0: all, usually kids just out of school, they yeah, don't know anything.
1: Yeah, they want tickets to the Grammys, and you know, so it costs a lot of money. And then the creative, you know, this is so. What are we going to do? We we we. What are we going to do with the creative? And who's going to pay for it? Because the the um, the agency can't, doesn't know how to charge for it. Now all of a sudden they're setting up these. And if you're a writer, by the way, get in because. This is where the money's going to be made. They're going to be building... We're going to have a team for you. Listen, Samsung. We're going to have a team for you. We're going to be writing all these great articles. Then we're going to go out. We do our media buy, right? And we're going to write this... I mean, here's our lineup. Here's our slate. They're even calling it slate, like the movie business. Here's our slate of articles for you. Here's our slate of uh, videos we're going to be making. Oh, yes, yeah, no, the New York Times will put them right on the page, it's they're basically becoming little creative modules with, the, with
0: their byline
1: with byline oh yeah like they get credit and it's great the whole industry now it's not good if you actually want some information that's uh that's uh uncorrupted
0: no if you want good solid information that is actually forget about
1: it forget about it
0: uncorrupted is yeah. the only way to put yeah. it yeah or incorruptible yeah uh you're not going to get it from any of these places it's like the, the capital one what's in your wallet Story, your debt is not going to play on any network because they, they have. I don't even know what their budget is. Is hundred what a hundred million dollars or well, well, more? They
1: were paying Alec Baldwin five million a year. That's just one pitch guy. Yeah. So yeah, you got to think their budget is over a hundred million.
0: Yeah, it's huge, yeah. and they yeah. and that's a lot of bottom line money for any yeah. network or or a newspaper or magazine. That so they are not going to mess with Capital One. No. Because Capital One, you can do it. I mean, you can go out and say anything you want about anybody, but you, then the plug gets pulled. Uh, you get called into the office by the suits and say, what are you doing to us? Yep.
1: Can't handle Why
0: this. Why did you do this? Why did you write this? It's not, a nece- it's not a necessary story to write. Well, I thought it would be protecting the public because it seems like a scam to me if you do what that what that Adam Curry said. <laughs> I, you don't care about Adam Curry or the scam or anything. These guys are big advertisers, and we don't want stories about them. No, you're fired.
1: Yep. Yeah, and and it's and it's how if you really want to, I mean, it's what you do. You you just blanket the market with your stories, blanket them, and and no one will ever do a negative story about you. That's why you don't hear that much about Monsanto or GE. Or Archer Daniel Midland's Corporation because they sponsor all the the public radio stuff. That's why yeah, they're, they're smart. No, yeah, exactly.
0: I mean that's where that's where the smart guys all are. They're manipulating the media and so the public gets nothing. I got this clip that I want to play before we go into the uh, donations. No,
1: I was actually setting up my own clip, but go ahead. Is it a donation clip?
0: it's a kind of a donation clip this is the news then and now good lead-in clip and I want to mention this was there was a some guy did a documentary on free speech TV and this little lead-in to the documentary I thought was the price of admission because it kind of says it all and is why it's important that people out there support the no agenda show this is serious that we get continuous support from the producers and listeners of this show this was the slaughter
6: known as the First World War. 16 millions died and 21 million were wounded. At the height of the carnage, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, David Lloyd George, had a private chat with the editor of The Guardian, C.P. Scott. If people really knew the truth, said the Prime Minister, the war would be stopped tomorrow. But of course they don't know and can't know. The British public were desperate for real news. More than half the nation flocked to see an official propaganda film, The Battle of the Somme. Cameras were so unusual that young troops would shout, Hello, Mum, as they marched to the front, and they were heard crying for their mothers as they died on the battlefield. (laughs) This was almost
1: never reported. <gasps> what a nice piece of uplifting news, John. <laughs> That's
3: fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No
4: Agenda. In the morning. All oh, right, we'll all right,
0: st- all right. We'll start with the theme.
4: The lords,
6: dames, knights, slaves, and elites...
0: Be outstanding for another donation from the Grand Duke, Ron Palsmakers. So we got a donation from uh, Stephen Pelsmachers for $123.33, our Grand Duke from Belgium. And France. Uh, ITM, gentlemen. Thanks for so many laughs and insightful analysis. Again, on the best podcast in the universe. Would highly appreciate some divorce karma if you're willing to hand it out. Keep the great work. Take care.
1: I'm just, do I have anything for divorce? I think any old karma would help. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right on that. Of course, Sir mockers here you go. You've got karma.
0: You know, it's, it's possible that the Putin plus the karma might be divorce karma.
1: Oh, okay. Well, uh, if I had known that, I would have had it all queued up. Uh, but it would sound, go something like this. Okay. You've got karma. (laughs) All right. All right. That's divorce karma then. Good. Okay. Let's hope. I hope it works. You know, our grand duke has been in this divorce. Can't you just chop the woman's head off already?
4: Grand duke. Yeah, you're in Europe. Yeah,
1: come on. You're you're the grand duke of Belgium and France. Off with her head, I say.
0: Morgan Corkill in Brisbane, Queensland, has a $111.11 in.
1: Making it rain.
0: He wants uh, Tracy, and uh, he likes the comedy show. It's the first time he donated, I guess, and he, so he needs a de- We're going to read a few of these since we were short today. Uh, D douching uh, and uh, we'll give him a George Clooney to the head and all the karma later in the show. The dedouching would be useful.
1: Dedouching. Okay. Oh, here we go.
10: You've been deduced.
6: George, George Clooney. George
1: Clooney. George Clooney is a spy. I figured I'd do it anyway. Josh
0: Mandel in Greenville, South Carolina, one hundred two dollars and three cents.
1: He's coming to Austin next week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have South by Southwest. Yeah. Yeah, I've been sending you stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Tim- I think I'm coming down. I'm going to come down to South by Southwest.
1: Oh, please. Yeah. No, you're not.
0: I am. I'll be there. I'll be tweeting.
1: You're not going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'll be here tweeting for sure.
4: hmm
0: <laughs> So if you see me, say hi. Uh I'll probably have to stop by the house there and cook for you.
1: Yeah, well, please. That'd be beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd and then uh, I'll be tweeting and uh, floating around and going to parties. <laughs> Sounds like a really good use of my time. <laughs> now, hell, side, 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 said, side in Nashville, Tennessee, a hundred dollars. He does have a little comment. He's born in Egypt, came to the U.S. at age 30, been here for 20 years. Not sure if the U.S. has changed dramatically in those 20 years. I just don't understand what was going on then. But I do now to some extent thanks to the show. Found your show a couple of years ago, and since it's all I can listen to during my commute, it's all I listen to. I used to flip between Fox News and CNN before in it, but now I gag after 10 minutes of either one.
4: Yeah.
0: Canceling cable altogether. All right. And we have a – this is a uh, – this one's a karma for his sons George and Joshua. They turn twenty one. We don't. This never. He never asked for a birthday call, but we don't have any birthday calls. Can we put them on?
1: Uh, that's weird. How come uh, they're not on the list? It doesn't say
0: anything. Then the word birthday is what you look for when you do a search, and there's no, it doesn't say birthday.
1: Uh, yeah, but it.
0: I mean, if you, yeah, if you want Eric to read through all the things, oh, the there's
1: so part. many of them. Oh, well, oh my goodness. Oh, if we would have blown through it, we wouldn't have caught it. So hard. Okay. Let yeah, me, uh, well, you can Sahel send him an email. Nahel, I send it all the time. Okay, good. Yeah, but he has no problem uh, billing me. <laughs> and then, and then, like, ooh, we promote the bag. We do promote the bag. Yes, that's what I mean. That's why, why I promote the bag, if I'm not Just, getting well, You a, want Nahel. to put him on the list or not? Yeah, I'm writing it down. To okay, his, we'll what do are his son's names? His what are his son's names? Joshua and George.
0: Joshua and George. It must be twins.
1: Turn 21. All right. We're on the list. Back
0: tank, $100 from La Jolla, California. we got some karma at the end. Eric Wood, Exeter, Rhode Island, $100. Long time boner. And he's still a douche, he says. (laughs) Charles Pearl in Chicago, Illinois, $100. He sent a note in because he mailed this this $100 in. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wouldn't normally – we don't read notes necessarily under uh, 200 unless they're interesting or they're mailed in or something. This one – this is like – this guy – the only reason I'm doing this is because he's got chemtrails, a big picture of chemtrails, and then on the back, a note. Monitoring chemtrails from the skies of Chicago mm-hmm. from Fiji, FEMA Region 5.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And here's my hooker blow money from the Silk Road for the week. I got hit in the mouth from show 553 very nice chemtrail thing at the end
1: oh he wants a little chem, I can do a little chemtrail
0: chemtrail
1: there you go there you go
0: Sir Dennis of Beaverton
4: 999
0: nine, 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 nine. Nine, nine, Christian Zachman 7777 77 from Lost Wages Nevada Jim Juzukal and here we go
4: Sixty-nine, sixty-nine,
0: 69 we actually uh, after mentioning that we're only getting two and two and two we got a bunch yeah uh, we got Sir Craig Porter from Jacksonville, Florida. Amanda Zink in Kenosha, Wisconsin. This
1: shows you how behind people are sometimes. I think people are two, three episodes behind. I don't understand. Just I do. Skip it and catch up.
0: I know I don't get it, but people they, they like are, it. I know they like it. This show is so
1: good. Yeah, that they they don't even care what it's like. The, they're
0: eat, it's like <laughs> being at a dinner and you and you take the bread and you you sop up all the goo and stuff the the sauce.
1: Very good analogy.
0: That's our show.
1: You can imagine just some guy sitting there going like, "What? The world burned up? I didn't know I was 2 episodes behind."
0: Ep- uh, Elizabeth Borazan in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, I didn't mention Amanda. Richard Chow in Fullerton, California. Uh Paul Vella in Milton Keynes, Buckinghamshire.
4: And that's it. 69. 69. Don't get Making too excited. Making good
0: use of the amazing free Wi-Fi, no agenda Wi-Fi at the Sheephole Airport. Hey. hey. And so he gave us this money to pay for that
1: service. Nice. Mark Krujew. Krauf. 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 He a famous last name, by the way. Is it Krauf? Yes. You would maybe recognize as Krujew. Cruyff. Number 14, one of the best football soccer players in the universe in oh, the 70s, yeah, yeah. 80s. So Johan Cruyff. This is Mark okay, Cruyff. Well, he
0: came in with 69 bucks from Antwerp, Belgium. Okay. That's his third 69 donation. Why does Adam have such a grudge against the Netherlands? Grudge? I, have, I don't have a I don't grudge. Have I love it when he's sharp and drives into details, but I noticed that Adam's reporting about the Netherlands is often over the top and slanted.
1: Uh, how about I grew up there? How about I know a lot of there? You know, I know it in my it hurts and the And How about messaging. He,
0: his radio station got burned down there and he oh. got thrown off the air there. By the way,
1: that guy no so now this
0: and, his, and his, his his wife his first wife had a bunch of goo on her butt because of some creepy prince.
1: <laughs> <Thank> God. <laughs> uh, you told the story? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell it again. Um yeah, that's very you know the the, the so that station that burned down, that guy now, the Secretary General of Justice, is now uh, in court for uh, 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 for uh, pedo bear crimes. Like I said ten years ago, now what is it? Seven years, six years ago, when they burned the radio station down, took away the license, fired me unceremoniously, called me a crazy kook.
0: Well, you've stuck. At least you're stuck with it. Yeah. Martin Fellner in Austria.
1: Wait, you missed uh, Jeffrey Leintjes.
0: Oh, Jeffrey Leintjes in
4: uh,
0: Helv- Helvetslu. Helvetslu.
4: <laughs>
1: it sounds like he had a stroke.
0: <laughs>
1: Hellefoot Sluis.
0: Okay, we do have a douche a, a douchebag call out for Ronald Russo. Douchebag. Please call out Ronald Russo for being a non-donating douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, call him out twice. Yeah. It's a double douchebag. Double doucher. Petria st- statement. No,
1: Martin Fellner.
0: Didn't I say Martin Fellner? Yeah, did
1: he didn't do his thing right? You do him again.
0: Martin Fellner in Austria. There you go. Cash his savings account, and I got a mm. cut, or we got a cut, you got a cut. He's given the level of $100. I believe I deducing would be. No, no deducing yet. Petria stamet Stamate. Stamate. Stamate.
1: it. I would see Petria Stamate. Stamet.
0: Petria Stamate.
1: from New Jersey. Petria stamet.
0: Marlton. Uh, Chris Davidson in Bella Vista, Arkansas.
1: Double nickels on the dime.
0: Double nickels on the dime. Keeping it alive. Keeping it alive. Nobody does double nickels on the dime anymore. Except
1: yeah, except Sergeant Fred.
0: Sergeant Fred does too. He's the only two people left. Eric Hochel in Berlin, Deutschland. Uh, he says a side note: the correct pronunciations for Iran, Iraq, Iraq, and now Kiev seems to be all correct German pronunciations.
1: Hmm. We also got a correction for Xinjiang. That place in China. Yeah. Xinjiang. Xinjiang. Xinjiang, Xinjiang. You gotta Xinjiang. say, you gotta have the cadence right. Xinjiang, 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 Xinjiang. Xinjiang. Here Square, Xinjiang. Sir Todd Brink,
0: New Berlin, Wisconsin, fifty dollars and sixty-five cents. Got a, a karma at the end.
1: He uh, he for, wanted specifically. He wanted. Oh, to he has a aunt.
0: fuck cancer. Well, I'll give him
1: one. Poor yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, who was it for? His I got brother I, Jason. Ugh, I gotta know who to direct it at. Brain
0: uh, cancer. Oh, Jesus.
1: I hate that shit. <laughs> oh, brain cancer. Karma. Brain
0: cancer. Oh, I hate that. This is cell phone less. Herb Lamb. Sugar Hill George. It's also named after a famous vineyard in the Napa Valley. $50.33. Stuart Fawcett in Liverpool, Merseyside.
1: It's also named after a famous gang.
0: The Lamb Gang?
1: No, the Sugar Hill Gang.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be... I I was thinking Herb Lamb. It's the Herb Lamb Vineyard. Uh, Stuart Fawcett in Liverpool. David Zinn in Chicago, Illinois. These are all $50 now. Uh, David Zinn, Patricia Worthington in Miami Beach. Miami, not Miami Beach. Florida. Gerald Friedlansky, Friedlansky in Montreal, Quebec. Matthew Stevens, North Richmond Hills, Texas. Adam Herbert in South Windsor, Connecticut, Bart DeVilt in Oldenzaal.
1: Bart Devitt in Oldenzaal.
0: Bart Devitt in Oldenzaal. There you go. Uh, Fifty. Uh, Christopher Walker. Uh, parts unknown. And let me scroll down. Is there any left? Couple. Uh, yep. Scott S. Brook in Royal Oak, Michigan. Matthew Januszewski in Chicago, Illinois. The Bears. Patrick Maycom in Mount Vernon, New York, who's in again. Great thanks, Patrick. Dan Greb in Lansdale, Pennsylvania, and finally our old buddy Sir Alan Bean here in Oakland, Oakland, Oaktown, California. Now, those are our donors for show five nine seven. Got show six hundred coming up. If you guys have the wherewithal, you might want to think of different kinds of donations to celebrate that show. Go to Dvorak.org slash NA.
3: Dvorak.org slash N A.
1: got the big one uh, today, the big one, exactly that, Nahil, Nahel, Saeed, Saeed, it says happy birthday to his sons Joshua and George, they turned 21, glad we caught up, happy birthday from your buddies here at the best podcast in the
4: universe. It's your birthday, yeah.
1: No, and we have no nights, no changes, no titles, no nothing, mm. because uh, we get no native advertising.
0: You know, native advertising would save the day. It sure would. And it's going to save the country financially, and it'll also save the country from riots or protests or anybody saying no to the government. we will be all lockstep in agreement with the police state, the security state, and all the guys that are listening in can have the best stock tips in the world, and nobody cares.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem like a problem to me.
0: Yeah, what difference does it make?
1: Since uh, I've been tracking it, the Zohydro... I got a lot of notes about Zohydro. Zohydro is the new crazy drug. Every, all the kids are talking about it. All the cool kids are going to take it. Cool. It's, it's better now. Now this is from NPR. So we've already tracked um, Forbes magazine. We've uh, we tracked the what was the TV thing we had from last week. Uh, I can't remember. Well, anyway, it's it's native advertising. And the way they're doing it is telling you about all the things it can do, all everything. It's it's really all of the features of this drug are being reported as news. Uh, This drug has been, you know, the approval was more than several years ago. But, of course, it's hitting the market just moment in in just days. So now all of a sudden we have all this news. And this is, I think, the point of the newsletter that you sent out. We don't know. Anymore, if this is native advertising, or if this is truly a a health issue that we need to be so afraid of, because I don't hear people talking about Drano under the sink and all other kinds of horrible products around the house that children could uh, take yeah. and and
0: Drano's die from. The best
3: example,
1: you know, or or just any of this, but Zohydro, NPR.
3: They're your man. The Food and Drug Administration is under enormous pressure to change its mind about a powerful new prescription painkiller.
1: Powerful, powerful.
3: 42 public health groups are urging the FDA to withdraw its support of Zohydro. The drug is similar to OxyContin, except it comes in significantly higher doses.
1: Now, come on. This is new because they were talking about it being Vicodin in higher doses. Now it's OxyContin in higher doses, i.e.
3: heroin. The FDA approved Zohydro last year, despite its own advisory panel voting against it. And critics are, among other things, raising questions about that approval process. And Piers Laura Sullivan reports.
11: When Zohydro is released next month, it will be one of the most powerful prescription painkillers on the market.
1: Now, this story is we're now we're 30 half a minute into the story. We don't know anything about uh, the groups or whatever. We keep hearing coming out next month. 10 times as powerful as heroin.
11: Its highest dosage will contain 5 to 10 times as much hydrocodone as the widely used Vicodin. The drug company's literature says an adult could overdose on two capsules.
1: So just take
11: one. A child could die from swallowing just
1: one pill. Yeah, People are going to die from this drug. Oh man, I want it now. Don't you want it, John? Look at that (laughs) soundbite. That's all the guy said. People are going (laughs) to die. Let's see if we can... <clears throat> swallowing just one pill.
3: People are going to die from this drug.
11: Buted! Dr. Michael Carome is the director of health research for a public citizen.
3: We are in the midst of a public health crisis. Uh-huh. There is an epidemic of opioid addiction resulting in thousands of deaths.
6: And the last thing we need now is another high-potent, high-dose, long-acting opioid drug, uh, Zohydro, that will simply feed the epidemic.
1: This... I'm sorry. He just gave me everything. That that right there. That's the bumper sticker. It's high. What did he say? It's high dosage. High. high. It's called. He it gave the high name. The everything. Long acting. Long acting opioid drug. Uh, Zohydro. 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 Feed the epidemic. Nice. Overdose
11: deaths and addiction rates from prescription painkillers similar to Zohydro have grown dramatically in recent years. Carome and 41 other health, no backup. health care advocates are asking the FDA to
1: yeah, remove no backup. its approval. Yeah, there's no details on that. Well, That's no, all bullshit. Yeah.
11: Zohydro is a crushable pill.
1: Ah, here is the new information that had not gotten out yet with the original native advertising. It's a crushable pill. This is very important.
0: Oh, this is good. They, they probably somebody went back. Here's the meeting.
1: Here's the meeting. <clears throat> hey, 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 who's got the Zohydro account? Hey, I do. I got it. I hey, got it. Hey, hey, Pete, what's uh what's up with this, man? The client's
3: up my ass. Up Why?
1: my ass because it you, got you didn't
3: placed everywhere.
1: No, but the whole point is the addicts need to know you can crush the snort. Crush the snort. Oh, what you know that do? was not in the spec. Are you kidding me? are you kidding me how many clients have we done this for we all know the 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 clients their customer wants to snort this stuff crush to snort
0: if they're too stupid to put it in the spec for the advertising campaign i need to make good i need to make
1: good i
0: need need to make
1: good can you can you who do you know can you call someone i need a national exposure for this thing who can you call
0: no i got people i can call where She's got the rolodex.
1: You got someone? How about we'll just
0: do another, We'll get. We'll do another round. It's no big deal. It's that easy. We we're already Listen, short. The, a lot of the the, the inventory is out there waiting to be used anyway. Get
1: me something on NPR so I can send Forget, them by an the audio. Way, we're code. charging
0: a little extra for this bull
1: crap. That's okay. We'll we'll just put it into the creative. All right.
11: That means it's snortable, and <laughs> some experts say, more prone to abuse than other drugs.
1: Like oh, really? Some experts? Like
11: your customers? Like the new versions of Oxycontin, which are no longer crushable.
1: You see, we've got to downplay the competition, because that new version of Oxycontin, it's no longer crushable. How long do we, can we keep this going, this crushable stuff?
11: The drug company Zogenics is marketing the
1: drug.
2: There's a lot of misinformation being uh, put out there by people. No. That- get
1: the client in on the story. Get the client. Uh, can we get the, the marketing yeah, it's guy? it's easier. <laughs> get the marketing it's guy. easier. They'd be glad.
0: They'd love to get on the radio. <laughs>
1: yeah. Can we actually Can we arrange that with your NPR contacts so they can actually put the maker oh, of yeah. the product into in the ad?
2: That's oh. the no-brainer part. Love it. There's a lot of misinformation being uh, put out there by people who have, don't have all the facts
1: yeah like those crazy conspiracy guys
11: dr brad gaylor is the company's chief medical officer he says they will int-
1: chief medical officer there's a title i want for my party planning business cmo <laughs> i'm chief medic that's my new thing john uh what do you do i'm chief medical officer of the no agenda show Okay, I like it.
11: Introduce a non-crushable version of Zohydro in three years. Oh,
1: we got three years on this puppy. Years. <laughs> three years. It's so hard to come up with a non-crushable. Three How do you years. you make a non-crushable pill? I asked you.
0: I'm asking you right now.
1: I don't know. But How does it dissolve
0: in the stomach if it's non-crushable? Well,
1: apparently. Uh, well, then it's
0: dissolvable. If it's dissolvable, you can dissolve it, and then you can dry the the liquid, and you've got the powder right there. It's a non no-brainer.
1: It's too much work.
0: Well, maybe. The I mean, new, it's going to be crushable. You can't make non-crushable. The new
1: Oxycontin is non-crushable.
0: So here I'm looking at, I put in, Zohydro is too easy to abuse, critics say, which is a sentence from one of the press releases. And here it is. WebMD, web CNN.com, Drugs Forum, Stepping Stone Center, CBS 12, <laughs> WPEC-TV 12. It's like this just, is just like this is everywhere, this story.
3: Yeah, it's, beautiful.
0: it's a beautiful yeah. job.
1: Yeah, it's a. Gr- I mean, this is bonanza job. A
11: non-crushable version of Zohydro in three years, and the company will closely monitor prescription trends for abuse. But sure. he says millions legitimately need this drug.
1: Okay, listen, let's call this meeting again. I got a real problem. The client wants a different payoff. They want the Oreos payoff we got for them on CNN. How come we can't get that for them here? What's wrong with you people? Don't you remember what you did? What? Oreos are just as addictive as cocaine. Now that's a payoff.
0: Yeah, well, that's a different story, too. We can't do that. <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. We'll get you coverage, the nationwide coverage. We'll take it right. we we'll get it in Canada.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Emphasize Florida.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bibi Netanyahu is uh, visiting with the president. Did you uh, People, that, there were so yeah, much... Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw some pictures. Of, you know, is the president got something? Has he, he got hemorrhoids or something? He seems to be sitting in a chair.
1: All the time. All the time. And, uh, of course, he lets uh, BB talk. Gee, what would his message be?
0: I don't know. I, I find Bibi Netanyahu to be the most annoying
1: person ever. Well, we know it. we've already locked on to his message, and he's just here to get more
12: of it out. Mr. President, you rightly said that Israel, the Jewish state, is Rightly. the, Jewish state. the uh, realization of the Jewish people's self-determination.
1: But now he's laying out, he's rolling out the whole pitch.
0: Self-determination.
12: the a The whole it's a pitch. Old.
1: The whole, it's the whole pitch, though. In,
12: in our ancestral homeland. Uh, so the Palestinians expect us to recognize a Palestinian state for the Palestinian people, a nation state for the Palestinian people. I think it's about time to recognize a nation state for the Jewish people. <laughs> Uh, we've only been there for four thousand years.
1: <laughs> now it's four thousand. It went from thirty-eight to four thousand. Thirty-eight hundred to 4000 years has been yeah. this and I, the I,
12: argument. I hope President Abbas does this, as I hope that he'll he'll take seriously Israel's genuine security needs, because, as you know, and I, I think everybody does, in the Middle East, which is definitely the most turbulent and violent part of the earth. The only peace that will endure is a peace that we can defend. And we've learned from our history, Jewish history, but I think from general history, that the best way to guarantee peace is to be strong. And that's what the people of Israel expect me to do. to stand strong against criticism, against pressure. Stand strong to secure the future of the one and only Jewish state.
1: Okay, okay, we get it. Jewish state.
0: What is the point of this meeting?
1: To, to say Jewish state a whole bunch of times. And clearly both, none of these guys, neither of these guys are in on what's really going on. Police, you know you're not News. When, when the only time anyone's heard of you was on the No Agenda podcast, yeah, that's for sure. Come on, you're not doing your job. You got to get on that uh, Zohydro campaign, people. I think it's time that uh, that uh, Israel spent some real marketing money. No,
0: they got, they have, they're spending marketing money, and they, but their problem is, I think their agency is st- is stale. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is the thing I always tell companies: we
1: got to go in all- with some new creative and steal the account.
0: I, this is the way it always works. And I, the public relations folks hate me because I say this commonly. So I said, well, I got this PR agent. What do you think of him? I said, well, I'll tell you what. I, let me give him my opinion about the public relations game. You hire somebody and you give you get your best work from them for, in the first three months. Yeah. They take the good guy that they put on your campaign, and I guarantee within – within three months, if not sooner, they pull
1: the guy. No, wait, wait, wait. First, there's the introduction around month two. Hey, I want to introduce you to Tom over here. He's coming along. He's just going to observe for a little bit. And uh, then Tom yeah, gets the account. And we're not charging you for the extra guy on the account. We just wanted Tom to, you know, kind of get comfortable with the account. And then, of course, we had the transition in month three from to Tom.
0: Tom ends up with the account. Tom's incompetent,
1: right? Of course,
0: he's just a he's just a guy who, whose job it is to hang on to the account for as long as he can and just keep taking money from the client. Yeah, that's what all. Then his you, some of these guys are specialists at it. They have a lot of meetings. They write a lot of memos. They're on. They give you a lot of statistics. Or they, it looks like they're doing something. No, fire the agency in sixty days and hire a new agency and tell them that you didn't like your other agency. They sucked. They didn't do a very good job. Here's what they got for us. Can you do better? Oh, yeah, 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 we can. We'll put our best people on it. And so they put their best people on it and you get some some good publicity and then you fire them. Then hire the third one. Now this does it works less and less because all these guys have consolidated. Yeah. So you now, you know, the agencies all work for the same WPP Omnicon, or whatever. Omnicom
1: with a, a meme. icon.
0: It's what it really is. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, that's why I can't I'm stop sorry. saying it. Yes.
0: So they will They get the word now. If you're going to this this fucking guy, he's like firing <laughs> and hiring and firing and hiring. He stinks. This guy is going to use your best people up and then just throw you away like a wet dish rag. Screw him. Don't take the account. Tell him that you, you thought they were doing a fine job and they should stay with them. Yeah. And that now you can't do that so much. And that's, but there's enough little independent guys out there. You can do it with them if you can find some that are talented. Well, you can probably do it through about five.
1: There's also the classic. Um, yeah, I'm uh, starting my own agency, and uh, here's Tom, who will be replacing me. But I'd I'd love to have coffee with you. That's the classic where you steal yeah, the client. I, I,
0: that's I, that's less and less because of these big companies that own all these
1: guys. Yeah, but I think with they the, pay well. I think you know now that I think about it. Um, of course, once again, we're stupid because, you know, we haven't even talked today once about the fact that we only, well, you did briefly, but we're only three episodes away from 600, the 600 big 600 shows, the big 600 holy shows, holy
0: crap,
1: but we are missing such an opportunity. We would be so good you're a great writer. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty good producer you know, we should just be doing native advertising campaigns all the time. We can, I think we, we can bring ourselves to it. That's the problem. Oh, well, I'd have to give up everything else. Well, it else.
0: depends on the money. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Here's the way I'm looking at it, because I know a guy who was an editor at a major publication who quit to work for Edelman to do native advertising writing.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, have Because you, he's going to get paid more. Have you seen Girls, the the HBO hit series Girls? A couple of times. All right. What is uh, what is uh, the... the the Rubenesque girl. She's now working at native advertising. It's oh, what I she does. I,
0: I didn't follow that
1: very yeah. closely. Yeah,
0: Leah. Whatever her name
1: is. No, that's not her name.
0: Yeah, Leah is her real name, isn't it? She's a. She's the producer.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, but I don't think that's her real name. Yeah, it's Leah. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not Leah. Yeah, Leah. No, it's. It's Nancy. No, no. Maybe her stage
0: name's Nancy, but her name's Leah. I think. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I have an Whatever the case, who cares?
1: I have an important question to ask you.
0: That's This is what's going on. This is The whole world is being taken over by this crap. They promised it. These PR people used to gloat about, oh, everything's not from us anyway, so. Yeah, <laughs> there it
1: is. All right, I have, I have a serious question before we uh, end the show. Publishers are responsible. Go it. on. All right. Miss um, Meek and I will be celebrating our fifth anniversary together in April. Uh, since we started our relationship, um, the only time we have been away together, not you know, just uh, for a rest, has been never. It's always it's been. Bull crap. No, it's not bull crap. Went to the island at one time. What island?
0: Some island. What island? Did the show from there? Oh. Pfft.
1: Yeah, but I. But I thank you. That's my point. We're doing the show, we have not actually had. Oh, you
0: do? You mean and uh, not do the show?
1: I'm asking if we can have a meeting about having one Sunday off.
0: Ah, uh, I don't know if you can handle it. You're the one that really needs to do
1: the show. Listen, five. Yeah. she wants to take me to this place in Mexico. Ooh, I know. The donkey show. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> the donkey. It's
0: called Blue Fox, I believe, outside of Tijuana.
1: <laughs> and she's looked at it, and because of, you know, it's only an hour and a half to fly to Mexico, but you can't fly on a Sunday after the show. Right. And it's all, it's really complicated, and then to get so back. you
0: want to take show 600 off?
1: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I, I'm requesting a meeting. If it would be possible to have Sunday, April 20th off. Now, I have to explain five. You know what five is? Five is a significant anniversary. It's wood. (laughs) I'm not kidding.
0: Probably the last wood you'll get.
1: (laughs) Right. The material writes itself in this this, uh, particular case. So if you don't mind, I'd like to discuss. We might, you know, because we would actually like to leave on Friday... You know, and go for a couple days through the Sunday, not have to work, not have to do the show. You know, do some wood celebration with the donkeys. Just think about it. Yeah, thinking. I, I, you know, it's like this is the one time in five we really need some. We need some us time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll chat. I you know I'm amenable to different approaches to this.
1: Yeah, and maybe
0: uh, maybe our clip guy can do put a clip show together. That wouldn't hurt. Yeah, you know just I'd make, like to run something. I
1: also well I also thought maybe if we took one Sunday off people would realize how crappy it is if we're not there.
0: Well, the clip show would probably make up for it. I don't think people should begin to realize such things. I I, I cuz I'm not here to torment and torture our our contributors, producers and listeners.
1: No, no, I understand. But, we, uh, but, but you know we've done hot pockets tours. Yeah, I know, we've done a lot. We've continuously worked during the, you know, during vacations. The, I will say I got I got a, I got off one show off for the wedding.
0: Yeah, it right. was necessary.
1: But you know Miss Mickey's working really hard. She's done her art show here and she needs a break and she's trying to make, you know, make up the the shortfall with selling stuff. Uh-huh. So. That was it. That's All that's right. the well, meeting.
0: I I consider it a threat, but okay, go on. <laughs>
1: hey you, you want to come
0: no i do <laughs> not want to go to mexico
1: you don't want to see the donkey show
0: ah uh, the donkey show the donkey show <laughs> there's other aspects of that show that are apparently quite entertaining
1: <laughs> all right uh wrap us up here uh jean-claude what you got you want you want to play one to get out or you want to go
0: I can play the one. I think uh, we can play this. I think well, you, we got a wrap up of Venezuela. People want to talk about that. It's a pretty good one from France 24. But I want to play that. I'd rather play. Uh, we can. We'll talk about Venezuela, folks.
1: Eventually, uh, ABC's report on the Queen. Ah, ah. This this is going to be good. Is this a Diane Sawyer? Oh yes. Oh well, hello. That's not just ABC. That's Diane.
6: Long again.
7: And someone got a kind of royal reality check today. The Queen of England and her family. A scolding new report warning them to start tightening the belt. They have apparently run through a fortune.
3: Here's ABC's Terry Moran. Think of the british royal family and you think of opulence and grandeur and magnificent events you'd never believe they're nearly broke but they are well not them personally but the royal household the official department that runs all their palaces and properties 360 buildings thousands of employees a scathing report in the british parliament found that the queen's public accounts are down to less than a couple of million bucks privately she's still fabulously rich but her public finances and her palace are a mess Buckingham Palace looks great on the outside, but behind the scenes, this place is in desperate need of repairs. The roof is leaking, central heating needs replacing, and chunks of stone are falling off the building, (laughs) endangering members of the royal family. The report demanded that the queen and her family tighten their belts and find ways to make more money, like by bringing more paying tourists into Buckingham Palace. Only open 78 days a year now. In contrast, the White House is open all year round. The queen's defenders say the royals make Britain billions every year in tourism and that elizabeth herself is a frugal housekeeper at night for looking around the palace and if there's some lights on she goes and switches them um, off (laughs) she could always hock the jewelry
1: (laughs) that let me is is that abc world news tonight yes that's great well that was native advertising if i ever heard it
0: it probably was and uh, we now know that the queen switches off the lights herself
1: yeah I've been to one of her palaces I agree it's a dump is it? yeah it's a dump really? yeah they have a towel dispenser on the wall so you can't rip it off you know can't take soaps or anything they got no people
0: will grab souvenirs left and right if they go inside
1: isn't that kind of the point?
0: yeah Yeah. you should have these souvenirs meant to be stolen that's what you're supposed to do
1: yeah honestly stolen from the queen's palace exactly Alright everybody, uh, we will have another show on Sunday, and I'm sure we'll have lots more to see. We have some entries into the Red Book, uh, what will happen with the Ukraine, uh, Russia... Venezuela. Skull of Bones, yeah, Venezuela, exactly. Skull of Bones. and Bones. The Yalies, the Yalies and the Kayleys And you know that you can always come to No Agenda to get that unfettered, free of bull crap native advertising. It's everywhere now. It's everywhere. It's a plague. It's a plague, plague, it is. Here in FEMA Region 6, in the capital of the Drone Star State, Austin, Texas. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from Northern Silicon Valley, where we're three shows away from show 600,
1: (coughs) I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll be back on Sunday, right here on No Agenda. (coughs) The best
4: podcast in the universe.
3: I'm Joe Biden, and thank you for taking the time Devorak. to listen. slash na